Eagle 107 is WEGH, Northumberland, Sealands Grove. Your home for Sealands Grove Seals football. The Sealands Grove Seals play on Eagle 107. Bounces all tackle, spins at the 35, shakes off another defender to five, spins into the end zone, touchdown Sealands Grove Seals. Now it's time for Seals game day from the heart of Seal Nation, driven by Sunbury Motors. It's a preview of tonight's Seals game, the Heartland Conference, and games all over the central Susquehanna Valley. Now, from the stadium, are Pat O'Brien and Dave Hess. Welcome to Shikolimi High School and welcome to Seals Gate by Sunbury Motors with Ford, Hyundai, and Lincoln's in 4th Street, Auto Plaza in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia's routes 11 to 15 on the strip in Humble's Wharf. This is Pat O'Brien. Dave Hess will join me shortly. Tonight, the Eagle on Eagle 107, the Seals Group Seals take on the 0 3 Shikolimi Braves as the Seals look to even their record at 2 2. And the Braves will be seeking their first win of 2019. In 61 career meetings, Seals Grove leads the all-time series 33-28. Under Derek Hick, Seals Grove has never lost back-to-back games in the same season. Tonight, they'll look to try to avoid losing three in a row. Their last back-to-back losses in the same season came in 2013 when they lost three games in a row to Berwick, Southern Columbia, and Milton. The Seals are 10 and 5 while outscoring the Braves 440 to 187. This includes five shutouts back in 2009, 2012, 2014 in the playoffs, 2017, another playoff win for the Seals, and last year, 2018, when Seals drove 135 nothing. So as I bring in Dave to the conversation, the Seals will look to score for the first time in eight quarters, try to overcome getting one first down in each of the last two games. So where do the Seals look, and what do they need to kickstart this offense? Well, I'm going to tell you this. My game plan tonight, if I'm the head coach, is to give the ball to Schoen. I mean, you've got to get him in a situation where we get a few first downs, we get some confidence for our offensive line, and and then then go from there. You know, let's have some success. And see if that is what they do and see if it, because there's other guys that are looking to get that momentum and get that confidence as well as you talk about the sophomore quarterback who has got off to a good start in the game against Lewisburg but went up against two very good teams in Jersey Shore in the shutout, 36 nothing, and against Southern last week. This is a team that's always, as I said, one first down in both games. I said to Derek during the interview, I said, are you going to celebrate the first first down? And he said with the seriousness to me, he goes, nope. That's the game plan is to get a lot of first downs. We're not celebrating first downs. We're celebrating victories. So you know the mindset for him. Now can he carry over to the kids? I asked you on the way over, what is more mentally difficult to deal with with your team to try to say, okay, we're going to put those two games behind us. We know Southern, Jersey Shore, we're disappointed with that loss up there. However, you're watching film and you're watching a Shikolimi team that's 0-3 and you feel like you're much better than they are. So from a mental standpoint, do you feel overly confident about a big win tonight, or do you, ha- or do you feel the, the hung, being hung over from the two losses before? How do you manage the team that way? You, you know what? I, in all honesty, uh, my MO this week would be, guys, <clears throat> the only option we have is a win. We, losing is not an option this week. I don't care what we did in the past. I'm not real sure. I, I don't really, I'm not real concerned about our opponent. I'm concerned about whether we're going to get better as a football team. That's what it's all about. It's, the Seals have to get better at blocking. they got to get better at catching the ball and get better at running the ball. And, and they've got to play consistent defense. So it's it's about doing what we do better. And I think we'll get a good idea early on where they're at in terms of how they celebrate a little plays, good tackles. You know, are they the continuity there? You know, is the rapport there? Are they feeling good about each other? 
because ultimately this is a very early part of the season. You still have a lot to play for. And, and as you well know, Dave, it's about being a family and about cheering and feeling good about each other. And I'm hoping that we see that, that tonight, that there's a lot of uh, continuity amongst what's going on to help like Danny and also to get to feel that success and get the ball in the end zone. Yeah, this group has to come together tonight. They've got to get success. Yeah, and they, they've got to celebrate. They have to have something to celebrate tonight. It's They're at a critical point. This and this is a big time. And I talking to Derek, you could, he told me, he said he's feeling a little nervous, and understandably so, because you don't know exactly where your team's at. It's almost like when you're you're in the midst of a season where you're 3-0, and mm-hmm. but maybe you've beaten three teams that you really have been tested by, and now you're in a big game and you're nervous because you're like, all right, yeah, we're 3-0, and but have we been tested on the level we're about to go up against? So, you know, I think it's a comparison kind of analogy like that. You're, as a coach, you're always looking at those kinds of things. You're looking at, at the successes your opponents have had. He's looking at everything Shikalim has done so far, and, and yeah, you're, you're constantly you're evaluating who they beat, who they lost to, you know, so absolutely. We're watching both teams in their pregame warm-up. Uh, uh, overcast night, but a, a very cool night, a nice night for football. Glad you could tune in here on Eagle 107, eagle107.com, bringing you the Seals Grove Seals once again. The Seals come in at uh, 1 and 2. They started the season with a win over Lewisburg, where they won that one 28 to 8. They lost to Jersey Shore, as mentioned, and to- at Thompson Street Stadium 36 nothing before the game last week, a loss to the Southern Columbia Tigers. Now, we look. Chickalimby Braves are at 0-3. They started the season with a, a loss to Danville, and that time, you know, you, you thought, hey, you know, they're they're moving things forward against a Danville team. They lost 13-9, but then they played at Central Columbia, back-to-back road games where they lost 24-3 before losing a loyal sack at home 30-12. So, again, the Chickalimby Braves sit at 0-3 coming into tonight's game, and you would think from Todd Tilford's standpoint, where you want this rivalry game, where you want to have the opportunity to win your first game, you want to be on your home turf, and that's where we are here tonight, playing on the grass, and uh, that's that's where Todd Tilfer wants to be as he's trying to convince his kid to get the first win of the year. Well, the old cliche is when Seals Grove and Sunbury, or excuse me, Chickalene play, you can throw out the records, throw out the record books because this is just a, a match between two teams that want to get at it. This is the best rivalry in District 4 and we're going to be able to watch it again here tonight. So we never know exactly what's going to happen between these two teams. So stick around as we're going to continue with Seals Game Day, driven by Sunbury Motor Company here on Eagle 107 and Eagle107.com. Weaver's Tire Service in Northumberland supports Sealands Grove Seals football and all athletes. Because like sports teams, Weaver's Tire's customers come from all over. And to prove it this season, tell Weaver's you heard this commercial on Seals football, no matter where you live, and you get a super sports special. I don't know what it is. See Weaver's for details. They've got tires, passenger and commercial to farm, service, oil changes and inspection to repair, and two road crews to bring home the win. Weaver's Tire Service, Route 11 Northumberland, Weaver'sTires.com, and on Facebook. Your exciting new TV experience is here. TiVo from Service Electric Cablevision is smarter, faster, and easier to use. With live TV, recordings, video on demand, and streaming apps all in a single place. When you're looking for something new, TiVo's recommendations are tailored to you. Voice-powered, personalized results help you find what you want faster. And you can experience the unlimited potential of smart home. The new experience from TiVo is here. Call SECV today or visit secv.com TiVo to learn more. 
I was Skip at Sealands Grove, Florida, the bridge in Sealands Grove, and Skip, cash for junkers is going great, but I got to tell you, I don't have a junker. So am I out? No, no, Scott, we got you covered. $3,000 over NADA average trade on any new or used vehicle over $10,000 or the $3,000 for your junker. No matter what, we got you covered. Right here at Sealands Grove Ford, they have you covered at the bridge in Sealands Grove. Offer ends 93019 on in-stock vehicles. Only. That's how for trade, tax and tax extra. $3,000 over NADA average on in-stock vehicles over $10,000 as his vehicles excluded. For nearly 100 years, Purdy Insurance has been your locally owned, family operated source for insurance products. With a staff of over 20 and partnerships with some of the industry's most trusted companies, Purdy has the experience and resources to get the job done. Whether you need personal home and auto or complex business insurance solutions, Purdy will help you navigate through the process. Call today at 570-286-5855. Or better yet, stop in their Sunbury office to see what Purdy Insurance can do for you. Eagle 107. Welcome back to Seals Game Day. Driven by Sunbury Motor Company or Eagle 107, eagle107.com. Getting ready for the Seals Grove Seals and the Chickalippy Braves. Again, Seals Grove coming at 1 and 2. The Chickalippy Braves at 0 and 3. We're going to take a look at what uh, Chickalippy's done to this point and where maybe things are starting to turn for these Chickalippy Braves as they go forward. And what better way to do that than bring in the voice of the Chickalippy Braves, Kevin Hurd. Now, Kevin, your team's at Owen. You started the season 13 9 loss to Danville. Things have made some changes. You know, that way, not necessarily the case. When you took one Central Columbia, lost 24 3. And then last week, 30 12 here at home in the Spoil Soccer. Where do you feel things are at as you move to week four? And you have a big rivalry game here at home. No better place to be when you're trying to hit your first win. Well, that's exactly right. If you're trying to hit the reset button and get going on the season, having the opportunity to be able to do this all over again and hit the reset button in a big game like this makes all the difference. This is really a shikalami team that. And I know you're going to look at you're going to look at scores and say that I'm completely crazy, but this is probably a five or even six play away from being a completely different record. Maybe even as good as two and one, if not three and zero. Oh. I know that the scores don't necessarily mean that, but there's been big plays. Central Central Columbia hit them on two big plays right near halftime, and then again a couple of big plays and timing uh, plays that happened in weird times last week made the score a lot worse than you would expect. Is think about this? It's 20 to 12 when Shikalami has the ball in the in the far end zone for what appeared to be a touchdown. Defensive pass interference was the call. The official did not signal pass uh, touchdown or incomplete. So so they called it an incomplete pass. He gets the touchdown in that situation. It's an entirely different ball game there. So I, I think what you're looking at is a, the scores are very misleading of what, what this team represents. You look at the quarterback position for the Chicago Braves. Andrew comes in, he's a good athlete. Is he a quarterback or is he an athlete who's playing quarterback? Looks like simply because of pass with Silver when they had to kind of go to the same game. Not necessarily quarterback, but was your best athlete? Yes and yes. There's the answer yes to both of those sides. And I'll tell you the story behind it. As many of you know, uh, Sealand's Grove's quarterback, Eric Shaw, came from the Shikalami program. He and Drew both played in youth football together, and they were both playing at quarterback for a while. Drew realized that he was going to go to wide receiver, and it was a better position for him, a better opportunity. So he moves to wide receiver and focuses on that. Eric moves to the, Eric and his family moved to Sealand's Grove. Then again, as you said, conditions came up where Shikalami in... Um, 
10 games last year had four different starters at quarterback, and Balestrini was one of those guys because he had played quarterback before. So they went with a younger guy and tried to get him a little more experience. Listen, the night and day difference with Balestrini is, is amazing. You see him a year ago, he was throwing things up in the air for grabs. His feet weren't set. He goes to a couple of camps this summer, must have spent quite a bit of money going to a lot of the camps, and it really worked for him because his feet are much better, he's making much better decisions, and he's becoming a much more difficult quarterback to try and uh, try and uh, defend because he has the ability to throw the ball and find the open receiver, but he also has the ability to turn the corner and just outrace everybody. And, and talking about that, now one, the other thing, one stat jumped out at me is 13 fumbles for Shikalimi. Three lost. And those can be drill killers in themselves depending on where it's at. What are those situations that you see a team fumbling that much? Is it forced stuff? Is it mishaps in the snap? You know, pitches? You know, what? Is, I'd imagine it's a little bit of everything. Yeah, that's exactly right. It is a little bit of everything. It can be a mishandled snap on, on an option-type play. It can also be getting to the line of scrimmage and not covering the ball very well. And that's what a lot of those fumbles have been. They've been lucky they've been able to recover a lot of those. And the other thing, too, if you look at the plus-minus ratio, Shikalimi, for an 0-3 team, is actually in really good shape, plus-minus, uh, uh, for turnovers, even though, the, as you said, they put the ball on the ground about 13 times. Or as we finish things up, talking to Kevin Hur, voice of the Shikolami Braves for uh, WKOK, 1070 WKOK. Kevin, so what are you looking for from a broadcast standpoint? You've known this team for a long time that tells you, I mean, even during warm-ups, you can, you can learn a lot by just watching the guys warm up. What's going to be some to- some signs for you to notice that things are turning a corner here for tonight? Well, I think one of the things I want to see is how well... Shikolami's defensive line does with a Sealands Grove offensive line that I think has struggled over the last couple of weeks. I think this is a great opportunity for Shikolami's defensive line to really open things up a little bit and give those linebackers who are all over the football an opportunity to make some big plays. On the other side, this is a Shikolami offensive line that couldn't open up a hole a year ago. And now, basically the same line, all the guys are healthy, they've had a year under their belt. And there are holes to run. They're, they're averaging four yards a rushing player right now when last year they averaged almost two on a good day. Again, kind of uh, just finishing up the thought here with Kevin Hur as the Shikolami Braves are at 0-3. Seals got 1-2, but both teams are trying to use this game to propel them into the remaining part of the season. Both still have a lot to play for. Boy, you could turn things around here tonight, get yourself on a roll, and really end up making, depending on what Jersey Shore's doing, they got a tough stretch here, so there's still a lot to play for, so you would think it's all going to be laid on the line here tonight. Both teams are going to go deep in the playbook to try to get a victory here tonight. When you say deep in the playbook, we kind of had a joke uh, uh, between the Chief and myself a couple of weeks ago that Todd Tilford has a deep playbook. You know, you always talk about that last page. Coach, you know what I'm talking about. You've got one or two plays in the back of the playbook. He's got one or two chapters in the back of the playbook. I mean, they were working on plays through the summer months and now that I haven't even seen, and one that we may see tonight that I saw last night, and that's all I'll say about it. (laughs) It's always entertaining to see what he's going to pull out, but you're right. I I think both of these teams have one key in mind, and and this may be the first time we see Shikolami, if they win the toss, take the ball. Because I think both of these teams need to score first tonight and build some confidence in, in their entire game plan. Yeah, we appreciate the call. Have a great call here tonight. Hope you guys come up just one point short, but let's enjoy it. Uh, and uh, like I said, I think this is a game that will allow both teams to feel like they can move throughout the rest of the year feeling a lot more confident with the win here in this big rivalry game, the Rally in the Valley.
Thanks a lot, Pat. I appreciate it. Coach, great to see you up in the booth. We're usually hanging out on the sidelines yes, over the years, so it's great to have you up in the booth with us. That's Kevin Hur, the voice of the Shikolami Braves. Appreciate him checking in, giving his perspective of the Shikolami Braves. We're going to break. Come back. We're going to check in with the voice of the Lewisburg Green Dragons. All that, a part of Seals Game Day, driven by Sunbury Meyer Company here on Eagle 107 and Eagle107.com. You know you go to DQ when you think Blizzard, but hey, fans, how about some food? Fan food. Try the two for four dollars super snack: regular fries, cheeseburger, pretzel sticks, any size soft drink, small sundae, two piece chicken strips, mix and match any two. And also try the new cinnamon roll shake. Tell the whole stadium fan food before the game, after the game, and everywhere in between. Dairy Queen, Routes 11 and 15 on the Strip, Sealands Grove. Go Seals, go DQ. Fan food, not fast food. Here at Murray Motors Chevrolet, we are big enough to serve you, small enough to know your name. From sales, service, parts, and our body shop, Murray Motors Chevrolet brings you a bigger, better selection of cars, trucks, and SUVs, including the area's best certified pre-owned inventory. Our new inventory is expanding to an all-time high. We offer the only lifetime powertrain warranty and price match guarantee on all new Chevrolet models. Murray Motors Chevrolet, located a half mile south of Susquehanna Valley Mall, Seals Grove, or online at murraychevy.com. Powertrain warranty does not include commercial vehicles. Drugs and surgery before considering other options for pain. Healing, moving, living. Shemokin Dam Health Center treats the cause of your injury, not just the symptoms. To relieve pain and restore your body to health. When you're ready to work again, play again, live again. Call 743-4333. Shemokin Dam Health Center. Designed with you in mind. At Sunbury Motor Company, the letters SMC mean a lot to us. Those letters stand for a tradition of trust since 1950. SMC. Stand for selling more cars. And satisfying more customers. SMC. It stands for Sunbury Motor Company. And when you need a Ford, Lincoln, Hyundai, or Kia, you have our lowest price promise. Log on to sunburymotors.com to see more choices and save more cash. And then you can say, start my car. I'll take it. SMC. In the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and routes 11 and 15. Hummel's Wharf. Eagle 107. Welcome back to Seals Game Day, driven by Sunbury Motor Company here on Eagle 107, eagle107.com. Dave Hess, along with Pat O'Brien. Appreciate checking in with Kevin Hur and his perspective of the Shikolami Braves. And he will give you the Shikolami Braves broadcast on 1070 WKOK. But before we get in talking more about this matchup between the Seals and the Shikolami Braves, Lewisburg fell to one and two after a 42-23 loss to Mount Carmel, but this week they traveled to Milton trying to even their record. It's time to check in with Greg Wetzel as he previews the Lewisburg Green Dragons 100.9 the Valley and WVLY.com. The Lewisburg Green Dragons take on the Milton Black Panthers tonight in the Tomato Bowl on the campus of Milton High School. Both teams were defeated last week, Lewisburg losing to Mount Carmel by a score of 42-23, and Milton losing to Mifflinburg by a score of 48-7. Milton is looking for their first win of the 2019 football season. This is a Heartland Conference crossover game. Last week, the Green Dragons rushed for over 225 yards in their loss. It will be important for the Green Dragons to run the football effectively tonight. Milton has only scored a total of 14 points this season, while giving up 128 points in three games. This team has struggled both offensively and defensively. Lewisburg needs to focus on their opponent this week and do what they do well, which is running the football on offense and stopping the run on defense. 
They need to get an early lead and add on to create frustration in their opponent. They do not want Milton to stick around and give them confidence. Game time is 7 o'clock with the pregame show at 6.30 on 100.9 The Valley and WVLY.com. I'm Greg Wetzel for game day on Eagle 107. All right, Greg, thanks very much. Have a great call tonight on The Valley. Sean Carey with you in studio as we continue game day on Eagle 107 as we set the table for the big matchup tonight between the Seals Grove Seals and the Shikolami Braves. Our AccuWeather tonight is going to stay cloudy it's not going to rain. may look like it's going to rain, but not. It will stay gray. 65 at kickoff and down to 60 tonight as you make your way out of Shikolemi Stadium. Checking our scoreboard page at eagle107.com, and we'll keep that constantly updated all night long for you. Uh, matchups that we'll be watching across the valley tonight in the Silver Bowl, Mount Carmel will entertain Jersey Shore. Also tonight, you've got Bloomsburg at Loyal Sock, Hughesville at Central Columbia, Shenandoah at Midwest, Mifflinburg undefeated so far this year, 3-0 traveling to Danville, Southern Columbia at Shemokin, Muncie at South Williamsport, Warrior Run at Montoursville, Newport at Upper Dauphin, Line Mountain at Juniata, and Wyoming Valley West will be at Berwick. That'll be Seawans Grove's opponent next Friday night at Crispin Field. And coming up tomorrow, Kalineski Valley will be at Columbia Montour. Votech. After the break, we'll return to Shikolemi Stadium, get back into more game day with Pat O'Brien and Dave Hess. It is game day presented by Sunbury Motors on Eagle 107. TD, PAT, QB, all are important when playing football. And here's an important ingredient for playing the game of life. CPA, as in Bill Booker CPA. Bill's a great team member for all your accounting needs, income taxes, payroll, and bookkeeping. No matter if it's for one person or a whole business like your team on the field, Bill gets things done. He does the absolute best for all his clients. Get him on your winning team. Call him, William D. Booker, 374-7343 or visit him on Market Street in Seagulls Grove, right next to the American Legion. Football season's here. Are you watching your favorite team on a small and bulky TV? Would you like to be able to see your team scoring that touchdown up close and personal? At Aaron's Rentals, they can help you take that TV home. Courtney at Aaron says now's the time to come in and talk to her. There are great specials, no credit check, free setup and delivery, flexible payments, easy pay, and six months same as cash. Visit Aaron's new location, 1102 North High Street, Sealands Grove, or aarons.com slash Sealands Grove. Saving money on your next vehicle is as easy as SMC. Sunbury Motor Company. Since 1915, SMC provides total commitment to complete customer satisfaction. Sunbury Motors sells and services new Fords, Lincolns, and Hyundais in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza Sunbury. And new Kias on the Golden Strip in Hummel's Wharf. No one beats Sunbury Motor Company's lowest price promise. Check them out at sunburymotors.com. SMC, a tradition of trust since 1915. Why are you running around the yard? I'm clocking my time. For what? For the most exciting corn maze in the area. Is that time already? Yep. Cold Stony Hill Tree Farms corn maze is open. Ah, and I want to beat last year's time. Oh, you went crazy last year in the maze. You snuck in it twice just to get a faster time. Then you were even giddier in the Christmas shop. Oh, there's so much to look at. I mean, there's nutcrackers, there's stockings, there's ornaments for every event memory. You are so corny. Check out ColdStonyHill.com for maze and Christmas shop hours. Cold Stony Hill Tree Farm on Mexico Road, Milton, or at ColdStonyHill.com. Eagle 107. Welcome back to Seals Game Day, driven by Sunbury Motor Company here on Eagle 107, eagle107.com. At the bottom of the hour, we're going to check in with Coach Derek Hicks as this team's getting ready to try to even his record at 2-2 two and two as they take on the Shikolemi Braves here from Shikolemi High School. 
Our Blaze Alexander Ford Tough Game of the Week is the matchup between the 3-0 Mifflinburg Wildcats and the 2-1 Danville Ironman. Seals Grove will take on the Danville Ironman ninth week of the season. But again, they come in at 2-1. Mifflinburg at 3-0. So that's our Blaze Alexander Ford Tough Game of the Week brought to you by Blaze Alexander Ford where it's worth the drive to Route 45. Breaking down some numbers here, Dave, as you go through. Again, we're talking about trying to gain, get ourselves back to you know, what we saw in week one against Lewisburg, and that's running the ball. You've already mentioned that. How could we get Schoen back involved and get him to a point where he carried the ball 26 times for 157 yards in that game against Lewisburg? And, again, it was where that offensive line dominated the Lewisburg team to get that 28-8 to win, and it's going to have to happen. And as you heard Kevin said, both teams are looking to get the ball in the end zone early to gain that confidence. But I can't stress it enough after the two weeks Seals Grove dealt with. For them to put a possession together, take it down, get three or four first downs, put the ball in the end zone, and feel good about how, how things are going. It's huge. Uh, they, they've they got to have the, the right focus coming to this game, and they've got to be determined to move people and gain yards. It doesn't matter if it's a yard or five yards or six yards. As long as they consistently get yards on the ground, you got to start there. If you don't start there, you don't have a foundation. They got to get that, reestablish that offensive line, get a push up front. There's going to be some movement in that offensive line up front. We'll talk about that when we get to talking about the starters for tonight's game. But when you look at the offensive numbers, and and for both teams, it's not good. I mean, there's no other way to say it. For Seals Grove, total yards, 126.2. That's an average per game, 126 yards. 64 on the ground, 62.2 in the air. They only have had two rushing touchdowns, two passing touchdowns, and they came obviously in the first game against Lewisburg. They're averaging just over nine points per game. They fumbled twice, thrown three interceptions, and they have been shut out twice. That's the offense for the Seals Grove Seals. Look at the offense for the Shigalemi Braves, and not much better. 182.2 yards per game on the offensive side. That's total offense. 105 on the ground, 76 through the air. They've only scored two touchdowns on offense, one by the rush, one by the pass. Now they have a kickoff uh, return for a touchdown, but only one pass and one rushing touch, or one rushing, one receiving touchdown. They're only averaging eight points a game. So, with that said, this I don't think, and people talk to me this. I don't think this is a nine to seven or a, an eight to six game. I really don't believe that. I think the focus will be different. I think mentally, you know, it's a game that you got to get if you want to be able to propel yourself to the level you want to get at. But boy, those numbers don't make you feel real good about uh, the potential of it being a 35-27 type game. No, and and most of the Seals, most of their numbers came in that first game. So those averages don't even reflect what we were the last two weeks. But on the other hand, what a great opportunity to reboot your season for Seals Grove. I mean, to, to, to get if, if they can get a win tonight, they can come out even, 2-2, two and two, and, and have and, and have a win over Shikalemi, a big rivalry game. They can, they can forget the past and move forward. Talk to Derek, and, he, and again, he talked about, you know, being nervous about this game mm-hmm. because, you know, you're just not real sure exactly how the kids are going to respond. You think you prep, and as you well know, Dave, it began the day, the, the moment they walked off that field against Southern Columbia, and you can't win a game on Friday night. And, and I know that was something you stressed about. What's your preparation? Now, he did go on. He was able to see on huddle. A lot of guys are spending a lot of time on film, mm-hmm. and I know from a coach's standpoint, first of all, you love to see that, yep. and you know that they're getting prepared prepared during the week and not thinking you're going to step on Friday night and win a ball game. Yeah, yeah. Mental preparation doesn't start with a coach's speech before the game. It starts long before that. It starts from the time the coach talks to, this, to, the, to the team at the end of the previous game. 
He sets the tone right then and there, and you continue with that on Monday, and you really set the tone on Monday. That's when you give the game plan. That's when you give the plan for the week. That's when you tell them what can happen and what cannot happen and where you need to improve. And, uh, you know, we'll see how well they did. I think that they may have learned a tremendous lesson over the last two weeks, and the mental preparation will be there. One of the big things to mention is health-wise. You come out of those two games playing a tough one up at Jersey Shore where you lose 36 nothing on a grass field, and then you have to take on a Southern team, and everybody knows the level that they play at. But from a health standpoint, you feel good because I don't see a lot of guys wandering around with ice on their shoulders and, and in T-shirts. So it looks like you have your full squad. So there's no reason, and I'm going to put this out there, that they shouldn't come here tonight fully focused, and there's no accepting anything but a win here tonight. Not when you're playing Shikolimi. No, I, I completely agree with you, Pat. Well, we're going to hear from the head man as he's going to give his breakdown, his perspective of what we just talked about. The preparation, where you're getting yourself to as you move through the week, getting ready to take on a big game seven miles down the road here at Shikolimi as the Seals will take on the Braves. We'll come back. We're going to hear from the head guy, Coach Derek Hicks, all part of Seals game day, driven by Sunbury Motor Company here on Eagle 107 at Eagle107.com. Before you travel to the football stadium to cheer on your team, Track Henny Tag, your local PennDOT partner, can make sure your vehicle or tailgating RV is ready to roll. Track Henny Tag Service, Hummel's Wharf, is your convenient one-stop shop for fast and efficient service. Registrations, title work, and transfers, driver's license renewals, and notary services. All of those tasks that can seem overwhelming are taken care of without a long line or appointment. Track Henny Tag Service, the Susquehanna Valley's trusted PennDOT partner for over 40 years. Open Monday through Saturday at Park Road and Pennsylvania Avenue in Hummel's Wharf. State and service fees apply. At Aubrey Alexander Toyota, we believe the best new cars make the best used cars. Stop in today or check us out online at AubreyAlexanderToyota.com. Click and see our wide selection of certified used Toyotas. Each comes with a rigorous 160 multi-point inspection, a 12-month, 12,000-mile comprehensive warranty, as well as a 7-year, 100,000-mile powertrain warranty. Aubrey Alexander Toyota. We're on the strip in Sealands Grove. And remember, tell them Johnny said. Why are you running around the yard? I'm clocking my time. For what? For the most exciting corn maze in the area. It's that time already? Yep. Cold Stony Hill Tree Farms corn maze is open. And I want to beat last year's time. Oh, you went crazy last year in the maze. You snuck in it twice just to get a faster time. And then you were even giddier in the Christmas shop. Oh, there's so much to look at. I mean, there's nutcrackers, there's stockings, there's ornaments for every event memory. You are so corny. Check out ColdStonyHill.com for maze and Christmas shop hours. Cold Stony Hill Tree Farm on Mexico Road, Milton, or at ColdStonyHill.com. At Sunbury Motor Company, the letters SMC mean a lot to us. Those letters stand for a tradition of trust since 1915. SMC. Stand for selling more cars. And satisfying more customers. SMC. It stands for Sunbury Motor Company. And when you need a Ford, Lincoln, Hyundai, or Kia, you have our lowest price promise. Log on to sunburymotors.com to see more choices and save more cash. And then you can say, start my car. I'll take it. SMC. In the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and routes 11 and 15. Hummel's Wharf. We are Eagle 107. It's Seals Game Day, Eagle 107, driven by Sunbury Motors and Sean Carey, less than half an hour away from the rivalry, the showdown tonight at Shigalemi Stadium between the Braves and the Seals Grove Seals. Well, we go back a couple seasons to 2017. Both of these teams matched up in the playoffs, and the Seals put together a dominant effort in a 34-0 victory. District 4 Quad A Championship. Seals Grove racked up 265 yards on the ground, 175 coming from Joe Kahn on 40 carries. On the night, quarterback Logan Leiby went 9 of 14 for 155 yards and two touchdowns. Leiby that night also ran 
for 81 yards. The defense pitched the shutout, holding the Braves to just 10 yards on the ground. Of course, now we flip it to 2019 and a regular season matchup, a crucial one for both teams here in Week 4. We'll take a break. When we come back, we'll head back to Shikalemi Stadium and get Pat O'Brien's weekly conversation with the head coach of the Seals Grove Seals, Derek Hicks, as we continue with Seals Game Day on Eagle 107. At Aubrey Alexander Toyota, we believe the best new cars make the best used cars. Stop in today or check us out online at AubreyAlexanderToyota.com. Click and see our wide selection of service Certified used Toyotas. Each comes with a rigorous 160 multi-point inspection, a 12-month, 12,000-mile comprehensive warranty, as well as a 7-year, 100,000-mile powertrain warranty. Aubrey Alexander Toyota. We're on the strip in Sealands Grove. And remember, tell them Johnny sent you. We all have a path in life. Some play on the field. Others prefer jogging along the riverfront or being a weekend warrior. Wherever your path takes you, we will keep you on it. At UPMC Susquehanna, our top-rated orthopedic team, sports medicine specialists, and rehabilitation professionals are the team behind the team. Call 570-321-2020. Here's Kyle from WNL Subaru to introduce the new draft picks for the impressive 2020 Subaru lineup. Check out the newly redesigned 2020 Subaru Outback and Legacy models. They offer a new rugged and sporty design and upgraded technology with 11 inches of touchscreen control. Come explore the 2020 Subaru Outback and Legacy models today at WNL Subaru in Northumberland or during the Bloomsburg Fair on C Avenue. Drive like a champion with a new Subaru from WNL. Find us online at WNLSubaru.com. Eagle 107. This is Sealands Grove Seals football on Eagle 107. It's time for the Derek Hicks pregame show. Now back to the stadium with Pat O'Brien and Coach Hicks. Welcome to Derek Hicks pregame show. Pat O'Brien along with Coach Derek Hicks as the Seals Grove Seals looking to bounce back after back-to-back losses. They'll come to Sunbury, take on the Chickalibby Braves. And uh, Derek, that's where we'll start. You know, what's the message you dealt with? The loss to Jersey Shore, you go into Southern to play in Southern, and now you're talking about the rest season. Fortunately, it's very early in the season, so with the right mindset and right approach, you really can go through the season with an opportunity to win every week in and week out. What's the mental approach? What's been the message for you guys? Uh, you know, the big thing is we talked about going back to Jersey Shore. That was uh, that was a bad game. Um, you know, Southern Columbia last week, Southern is just an unreal football team. Uh, and, and, you know, looking at the score, you'd never believe it, but we actually looking at the film, we played better against Southern than we did Jersey Shore. Um, defensively, we did some things really well. Uh, and that's kind of the message is we've got to build on that. We've got to keep getting better at every position. Uh, you know, last year at this time, we were 1-2. and two, And uh, we, we kind of stagnated and, and finished at 4-6. and six. So the goal is, you know, we've got to improve every week at each position and uh, just kind of keep building. How do you think the mindset or what's been the mindset in terms of concentrating on what you do instead of getting too much work, too much built up about what the opponent is doing? What's that focus like during the week? Um, you know, it, it's it's kind of a balance because you certainly have to look at your opponent. And uh, with Shikalemi, the wing tee, a lot of misdirection defensively. Uh, the, their defense is packing the box, which is going to present a challenge for the line. Uh, so we certainly have to spend time looking at that. Uh, but like I said, the biggest thing right now is, is we've got to just get better at what we do. And uh, you know, if, they, if we can do that, things will fall into place. And you talk about focusing on them. They do a lot of pre- 
pre-snap movement. They move guys around, bouncing across. What's the discipline defensively not to get too caught up in, or what's the communication when they're doing some of their motion stuff? Um, that's the biggest thing. You know, we it's a simple shift for us uh, on the defensive side with all the stuff that they do. And uh, as long as our linebackers yell it out so the down men are on the same page, uh, it won't present a problem. I saw Danny Schock have a great game against Chickalemi a year ago. Went over 300 yards. His only 300-yard game all year last year. Um, he's trying to bounce back from two two games that were a struggle for him as well. Where is he, and, and how have you worked him through as he's uh, continuing through his sophomore year? Yeah, he's doing a nice job. I mean, he's a kid. He gets his nose in the film. You know, I, I look at, at Hubble and how much time kids are spending on the Internet watching film, and uh, he, he's always leading the team and how much time he spends. So he's doing everything right. You know, Mike's working with him. You're going to see some uh, some different formations, some different plays in the passing game, just trying to give him a, a, a chance to be successful. And, uh, you know, I think what we need to do with him, get him started early. And uh, like you said, that, that'll translate into good things that happened for us last year. Now, making some adjustments in your starting lineup as you go through. Uh, talk a little bit about those changes and what you're expecting with making some of those changes. Uh, you know, defensively, we're, we're kind of status quo right now. Offensively, some movement on the O-line. Uh, you'll still see Nick Young in there, but he has a broken hand right now and uh, carrying a big old club, which makes it tough for him. Uh, so Trey Bainey's bumping down the center, and uh, the freshman Stephen Miller is going to get his first start tonight at, at, uh, at left guard. So, uh, you know, just a different look, you know, basically out because of injury to Youngie. Talking to Coach Derek Hicks, part of the Derek Hicks pregame show, as the Seals Grove Seals getting ready to take on the Shikolami Braves. He had some difficulties with the snap a week ago, and not only late in the game, but also in the midst of the game, some low snaps to Danny Shock low. When you have Rush coming on, that's got to be very difficult. How do you correct something like that. I know you're making a change at the center position, but to make sure you're not getting those kinds of snaps. You know, it's just a practice thing. It's repetition. Uh, you know, Trey's in there this week, and he's played center, but it's not something he's played a lot of and ha hasn't done it recently. Uh, so it, it's just repetition for him, working with Danny in the shotgun, working with him under center, and, and getting him comfortable. From the receiving core, Christian Kantz, also Brett Ford, Nyland. Nyland stuck at tighter catches for 70 yards uh, over the last couple weeks. How do you get him more involved, and, and do you do something? a little different with them to make sure an athlete like that's getting his hands on the ball. Uh, you know, again, it's just like I said, we're, we're going to vary some formations tonight, trying to free him up. Uh, you know, Schick will go band coverage, and uh, you know, I, I like that matchup for Josh. He's an athletic kid, so uh, you know, use some motions, vary formations, and just try and free him up. I saw Drew Ballerstini on the defensive side. He's very involved, and he's around a lot of tackles. You find him being the focus, a guy that you got to get a hat on to make sure he's not getting his nose in or getting making tackles. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, you know, like I said, they load the box, and if you're fortunate enough to break that front, uh, that that first layer, uh, Drew is super aggressive, and he's downhill. And uh, again, just something our guy, our running backs have to be aware of, and uh, uh, you know, ready to make a move and try and make a miss. How do you feel about tonight's matchup? How do you feel about going into getting yourself back on track? Uh, you know, a little nervous um, going back to Jersey Shore. They hurt us with the quarterback run, and uh, when you watch Balistrini, he, he's an outstanding quarterback. 
and getting out of the pocket. And, uh, you know, he, he's a couple hundred yards rushing on the year. Um, so, you know, that, that's something that makes us a little nervous. But I'll tell you what, the guys have been focused this week, and uh, they, they've done everything the right way. So hopefully it translates into a win tonight. How much do you celebrate when you get that first first down? Uh, not at all. You know, that that's all business. You know, everybody slumps. Uh, you know, baseball players go into slumps, and our offense is slumping right now. Uh, but, again, you just keep grinding. And, and when it happens, it, it's all business. We just keep going. Eric, appreciate the times. Your seal's getting ready to take on the Chicago Braves, trying to get back on track and get themselves to even two and two. A lot of seasons still to play. Good luck to you. Good luck to the Seals. This has been the Derek Hicks pregame show here on Eagle 107 at Eagle107.com. Watto Chiropractic. We provide care for your injuries and back pain that doesn't use drugs and avoids the risks of surgery. Hi, this is Dr. Watto. If you're suffering, call us. The sooner you begin care, the sooner you can get relief. We'll help you recover naturally. Call Watto Chiropractic at 570-539-2600 or visit us on the web at wattochiropractic.com. Blaze Alexander Ford Route 45 in Lewisburg is the lowest price guaranteed, period. Whether you're looking for a new or used vehicle, you're always going to find the lowest price at Blaze Alexander Ford. Check out all our inventory at blazealexanderford.com. And we have one of the largest selections in the state of Pennsylvania on new Fords and pre-owned vehicles. Don't make a $1,000 mistake. Make the drive to Route 45 in Lewisburg, where you're always going to get the most for your trade and the lowest price guaranteed. Blaze Alexander Ford Route 45 in Lewisburg. Lewisburg, taking the deals the other guys won't. Every week, thousands of people from all over the world come through our doors to enjoy a home-cooked meal or just to browse our gift shops. One of the favorite spots that folks like to gather are near our fireplaces, found throughout our restaurant and lobby areas. Ever since Glicks installed the heat and glow inserts and fireplace, we've received so many compliments about how warm and inviting they make our store. I'm Steve Callhavy, General Manager of Country Cupboard in Lewisburg, and we're pleased to be able to recommend Glicks heat and glow products. This is Eagle 107. Tonight at the game, you can hear scores and highlights from across the region with the Sunbury Motors game night. It's Sunbury Motors game night after the game here on Eagle 107 and the Sunbury Broadcasting Corporation app. Welcome back to Seals Game Day. Pat Ryan along with Coach Dave Hess and Zach Showers, our stat guy. Of course, our producer, Sean Carey. We got the Shigalimi Band entertaining the crowd. It is under cloudy skies, but no rain at this point. Glad you could tune here on Eagle 107, eagle107.com. Taking a look at the teams and what their matchups will be after tonight as we'll keep an eye on both these teams as they go through the season and try to work towards getting uh, to a point where maybe there's a District 4 playoff opportunity. Again, Seals Grove comes in at 1-2 and two after they got the first win against Lewisburg and won that one 28-8. Then they lost to Jersey Shore 36-0 at Jersey Shore. They returned home and lost to the Southern Columbia Tigers. After tonight, the Seals Grove Seals will go back-to-back games. they got to travel to Berwick after tonight and take on the Berwick Bulldogs. They're at 3-0. and Then they'll have a home game against the Loyal Sox Lancers, who beat the Chicago Braves a week ago. Then they'll be at Shemokin. Shemokin takes on Southern tonight. And then Seals Grove have back-to-back home games, Central Mountain and Danville, before traveling and wrapping up the regular season as they'll travel to take on the Montoursville Warriors. For the Shikalimi Braves, after tonight, they'll be at Jersey Shore, then at Central Mountain before returning home against the Lewisburg Green Dragons. They'll be at Southern, 
and they'll have back-to-back home games to wrap up the 2019 season where they'll take on the Schmokin Indians and the Milton Black Panthers. Again, Chickalimby comes in at 0-3. They're under head coach Todd Tilfrey's in his eighth year, 37 wins and 40 losses, taking on Derek Hicks, who's in his fifth year, 37 wins and 18 losses. And, Dave, we looked at the comparison between these two teams, and it goes back way back. 1965, these teams have been playing for a long time, and, you know, it – you look at district titles, Seals Grove dominates that. 15 district titles over Sikalimi, just one. When I went through the numbers, and I was just kind of surprised to see. Now, their longest win streak against these two teams, Seals Grove, 17 straight wins from 97 to 09. Very impressive that way. But going back deeper, and this is where you come into play, Dave, because you can remember how Sikalimi, at one point, you were telling me on the way over. Now, this was a very different situation, very different setup. But Chickalimby from 1965 to 1976 won 12 games against the Seals Grove Seals. Yes, and that was a very frustrating time for the year from Seals Grove. As a matter of fact, uh, they we won the first game against uh, Chickalimby in 77, the year after I played. So that was frustrating. But uh, yeah, that was a long time coming, and and it was it was it turned into a real grudge match for us. Well, Seals Grove has scored 55 points. That's the most that they've scored against the Chickalemi Braves, and that was in 2009 season where they won that one uh, scoring 55. Now, the most points Chickalemi's ever scored was 49 points back in 1967. They took, they were able to score 49 points, but games scored by 40 more, 40 or more points in this matchup. Seals Grove has done it 11 times against the Chickalemi Braves. And for the Chickalimi Braves, two times, 1965 and 1967. And shutouts, this is what it jumps off the page, and you're well aware of many of those shutouts. Seals Grove has shut out uh, this, the uh, Chickalimi Braves 12 times. They've done it back-to-back in 17-18, but also did four times in a row, 2006 to 2009. Dominance that way. Absolute dominance. And, you know, from my perspective, these numbers almost surprise me because – most of those years I was coaching, some of those years I was playing, but it seemed like the Shikalimi dominance just lasted forever to me. <laughs> and and when we turned it around and, and started winning all those years around, that just seemed to fly, fly by. So these numbers are pretty amazing to me, but uh, I, I enjoy them. It, it's We've taken this thing over. We've got to maintain that. Well, and some of these numbers you're talking to, winning average, winning scoring average, Seals Grove 20. So when they win, they beat them. They have beaten them on an average of 27.6 points per game better with Chickalimby 16.1. And then the largest winning margin, 62 by Seals Grove. Back in 2007, they won 62 to nothing. And so, I mean, the number's just going on. And uh, as I go down it, streak of winning, holding opponents to seven or less, they've done it six times where they held Chickalimby Braves, and that was 2005 to 2009. For the Chickalimby Braves, a streak of winning, holding the opponent to seven or less, Four times, 68 to 71, 81 to 84. And again, it just continues to talk about there was a point where it was a frustrating time to be a SEAL when you had to take on the Chickalimi Braves. And it was awesome to dive into all this because I didn't know all this, not from the area, but it just builds up this rivalry even more. Yeah, absolutely. And 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 a lot of their success and their big scores came way back when we first started this uh, this series. And it was at 65. when, And that was when Northumberland and Sunbury went together and formed Chickalimi. 
and they had some incredible football. Chickalemi had some incredible football teams under Dick Purnell those years. And you talk about 61 career meetings between these two two teams. Seelensgrove leads the series 33-28, to which again just continues to show. For the dominance that Seelensgrove has shown in the most recent time, it's only a five-game difference between wins here. Again, Seelensgrove five up on Chickalemi 33-28, and that's what they win in the most, the, the most current ones in shutouts the last two years. So this game is only five-game difference between wins and losses between two, these two teams. And, again, just continue to, to push the level of this, this traditional rivalry, the, the rally in the valley matchup between these two teams. Give me a memory, Dave, either playing or coaching, that stands out the most between in this uh, matchup between these two teams. I'm going to be a little selfish here. Okay, good. All right. I think my, my the, the most um, the fun I ever had as a coach playing against or coaching against Chicago is when I was an assistant and I was coaching the defensive line and I always had a target on the big name coaches in the area. I always wanted to get those guys. Uh-huh. Dick Fernell was a legend at Chicago and we got him. And my defensive line played exceptionally well. It was back in the I think about the mid '80s sometime, but uh, that was sweet for me. And I tell you, I'm sure there's a lot of people who could go through. And maybe this is a good time to tell people go on our Facebook page and check it out. Let us know what's your biggest memory. And you can go from 1965 to last year, 2018, whatever it is, you let us know. Go on Seals, Grove Seals, and Eagle 107 Facebook page. Like it, all Seals all the time. And give us what your perspective is of the most memorable game between these two teams. We're going to go to a break, come back, get ready for the opening kickoff here from Chickalimmy High School. This is Eagle 107's uh, Seals game day. Brought to you by Sunbear Broadcasting on Eagle 107 and Eagle107.com. You know fall is the perfect time to take a day trip to visit the many local and New York wineries, breweries, sporting events, and much more. And the professional chauffeurs at Central PA Limousine and Car Service will help make it a day to remember. Choose from their fleet of luxury sedans, custom-built limousines, or shuttle vehicles that can seat up to 27 passengers. Like Sealands Grove Football, experience excellence in motion with Central PA Limousine and Car Service. For details, call Central PA Limousine and Car Service at 570-556-4777 or visit cpalimoride.com. Mark and Troy here at Zimmerman Motors. It's Jeep Adventure Days, and we're celebrating with special Jeep pricing for everyone. We have huge discounts on every new Jeep in stock, up to $6,000 off new Jeep Cherokees to qualified individuals. We're also discounting every new 2019 Jeep Renegade up to $4,500, and we have over 25 to choose from. It's going to be a fun month. So come in and see why people have been coming from all over the region to Zimmerman's Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram in Sunbury and experience what we call the Zimmerman difference. Call 570-988-JEEP or visit us online at ZimmermanJeep.com. Nurses, accountants, waiters, and welders, anyone can be injured on the job, unable to function properly. It affects your work and everyday life. Coach soccer, carry groceries, carry your child. No one has helped more people heal from work injury and rebuild their lives than the Workplace Injury Institute at Shemokin Dam Health Center. Call 743-4333. Shemokin Dam Health Center, designed with you in mind.
We hear national anthem. You know, it's almost game time here on Eagle 107, Eagle107.com. Before we wrap up the pregame show, we always throw it to Dave. Hey, Dave, I'm going to just throw it out there to you. What's going to seal the deal for a victory tonight for the Seals Grove Seals? Offensive line. I know I sound like a broken record, but the offensive line has to get better tonight. We've got to start moving the ball early, and we've got to move it consistently. We've got to cross lines and get first downs. And then that's going to open things up for Danny to start throwing the ball around. We'll see if that comes to be here, that offensive line. We know there's some movement going on, so we'll talk about the starting lineups here shortly. But this has been Seals Game Day, driven by Sunbury Motors with Ford, Hyundai, and Lincolns in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza in Sunbury. And Sunbury Motors Kia's routes 11 to 15 on the trip in Hummel's Wharf. Again, Seals Grove and uh, Shikolemi Braves struggling here early on. Seals Grove's at 1-2 and two, and the Shikolemi Braves at 0-3. And, and if you heard us check in with Kevin Hearn, he talked about it. There's just plays here or there and that's what the uh, competitive sports are all about. You you know, you, there's a small plays here or little situations there that can make a difference between a win or loss. And this game tonight could be something as simple as that. Could be a play here, it could be a mishap here, a misread. Anything like that in this game could sway one way or another. Let's take a look at the starting lineups. First on the offensive side for the Shikolimi Braves, you talk about Drew Balestrini, 15 for 42, a touchdown, four interceptions, 192 yards. He is a junior wearing number nine. In the backfield, you'll see number 27, Colton Semko, and also Duncan Weir, number 11 for the Shikolimi Braves in the backfield, along with fullback Joel Durr. Junior, 25 carries, 150, 156 yards. And if there's a guy you like to compare in terms of how he runs, you if you know Nate Schoen and his style, I saw Joe on film, Durr, and he runs tough. He'll get the ball as a fullback and he'll try to run you over. He did jump out on film for me as I was watching it during the week. So that's number 42, Durr for the Chickalemi Braves. You also will see Zakai Nettles, 12 carries, 57 yards, and a touchdown. The receiving core for the Chickalemi Braves, Mason Broomba- uh, Brubaker and also Eric Schock. He has three catches, just a sophomore, number 45. John Giddens, number one, also a receiver for the Chickalemi Braves. And also the tight end is Connor Fitzgerald. Other tight end you'll see is David Marshall. Up front for the Shikolimi Braves, center is Jared Oaks. Nace and Kimberlein are the guards along with Hoffman and Reitz. Looking at the Seals, Grove Seals on the offensive side, Danny Schock, sophomore quarterback, 21 for 41, 188 yards, two touchdowns, three picks. He has a rushing touchdown as well. In the backfield, you'll see Ryan Ahmed, fullback. Nate Schoen playing the tail, 37 carries, 120, or excuse me, 157 yards and a touchdown. He does have two catches for 10 yards, the junior running back and Nate Schoen. You also will see Dean Hollenbach. He's at 20 carries for 62 yards. He's a senior running back for the Seals Grove Seals. In the receiving core, Brett Four, along with Josh Nyland and Christian Kantz. And I'll start right there, Dave. When you talk about the receiving core, we know what Josh Nyland's capabilities are. He only has seven carries, and I talked to Derek, and you heard during the interview, they're going to try to get him involved in many different ways, and they need to. He's an athlete that can make some plays. They should get him involved. He's yeah, he's a seasoned athlete. It seems like he's been around here forever, and he's a playmaker. He's a tough kid. He'll go up and get the, he'll make the tough catches and, and the tough runs. Look at the offensive line, and that's where we'll see some changes, as Derek Hicks talked about. Trey Bainey will play the center position. He's a senior. The guards will be Micaiah Showers, senior number 54, and a freshman, Steve Miller, number 60, will get a start at the guard position. The tackles, Schaefer and Vance Metzger. 
The tight end is Wyatt Metzger. He has three catches, 43 yards. He had a touchdown reception against the Lewisburg Green Dragons. Again, looking at the total numbers offensively for Seals Grove, just 126.2 yards per game, 64 on the ground, 62 in the air. Rushing-wise, two touchdowns. Passing, two touchdowns. Only averaging 9.3 points per game. And then when you flip it and look at it, Seals Grove or Chickalimia on the offensive side, only averaging eight points per game. Nine first downs average for the Chickalimia Braves. Ball control, moving it down. But the problem is when you talk about long possessions, is that's where you fall into penalty issues. When you have to have, you know, you're asking the kids to go on these long drives. And right now, averaging seven penalties for 47 yards of the Chickalimia Braves, that's a lot of penalties. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's a game killer. That That's a drive killer. I mean, you've, you've got to clean that up, and that's that's got to be an expectation by the coaching staff. That's not something that can be acceptable. Look at this matchup in the last five games. Again, Seals Grove won two shutouts a year in, uh, for the Seals Grove Seals back in uh, the playoffs of 2017. They won 34-0 to win the District 4 title, and then last year they won 35-0 with Danny Shot going for 309 yards and a touchdown. Now, the regular season matchup, Shikalimi got that one in 2017. They won 28-26, to even though the defense had three interceptions in that game. They fell 28-26. to Back in 2016, uh, the Shikalimi Braves lost to, or the Seals Grove Seals lost to Shikalimi 21-14, the Seals offense had 370 yards but still came up short in that one by seven. But in the district playoff game, in the semifinal, Seals Grove bounced back and won that 21-17. And they would advance to the district championship game after that win over the Shigalimi Braves. Day. I'm excited about this. You know, we, we went back to the Jersey Shore game. We walked into that booth and said, this is going to be a good game. And we felt that way, felt that opportunity. It didn't go the way, obviously, we were hoping. But I'm feeling like this is a great opportunity for the Seals Grove team to get to where they want to be and get to the level they're looking for. I, I feel the same. I feel the same way, and and I, it really is a great opportunity. You can throw all that stuff away now. All the, all the the, the Jersey Shore stuff. Uh, you know the, the the two losses. This is Shikalimi and Seals Grove, and uh, yeah, the Seals Grove is starting all new tonight, man. This is a big game. You got to get after it as the captains meet at midfield again. Seals Grove coming in at one and two after getting the opening kickoff or getting the opening win to start the season. Now the Chickalimia Braves looking for their first win of the night, and something Kevin Hurd talked about, the opportunity for Chickalimia to get the ball first because both teams are looking for momentum. Both teams want to feel like they get on the board first and put the pressure on the other team. So Chickalimia will start with the ball to get things underway here between these two teams. This is Seals Grove football presented by Seals Grove Ford here on Eagle 107, eagle107.com. And like I said, stick around. At the end of the game, we will bring you Seals game night. And that's uh, with the best in the biz, Sean Carey. So you want to keep it right here on Eagle107.eagle107.com after the game to get all the latest scores and updates. want to remind you, too, that Saturday night, the Bison are homed. And they'll host Villanova with fireworks after the game. The special tailgate show from the new tailgate location at 5 o'clock with Doug Birdsong Kev, and Kevin Hurt. Kickoff at 6 on Eagle 107, Eagle107.com, and on the Sunbury Broadcasting Corporation app. This is Seals Football presented by Seals Grove Ford on Eagle 107, WEGH, Northumberland, Seals Grove. 7 o'clock, and that game's almost underway. Seals Grove will kick this away. Kyle Rule will kick it deep here for the Seals Grove Seals. Nice crowd here on an overcast night, but no rain, so that's good news. Kyle Rule will kick it deep, back deep. Number 20 is at Nettles. Also back deep, number 33 for the Shikalimi Braves. 
and that is Martin, the freshman at 5'7". But this one's going to go to Nettles at the 10. 15, crosses the 20, he's got some room, and he's upended there by number 84, and that's Amit on the stop for the Seal and Grove Seals, able to get himself involved right away. That's a sophomore, Nate Amit. He's 5'7", 140 pounds, and when it looked like Nettles was going to have some room, the sophomore stepped in and took him down. That thing did open up, and it did look like Nettles was going to go, and, and Amit did a very, Nathan Amit did a very nice job, good tackle. Looking at defensively for the Seals, Grove Seals up front, Metzger along with Schoen and Bainey. Linebackers, Metzger, that's Wyatt Metzger, Schaefer, Almond, Showers, and Kissinger. The defensive backs, Nylon and Ford, the safety is T. We'll look at the offense for the Chickalemi Braves after this first down and 10 play. They have it at their own 25-yard line. First play from scrimmage. It's going to be a double pass or halfback pass. The ball's thrown up. The receiver for Sikalimi able to adjust on it, made the catch. That's Brew Baker out to the 46-yard line as they made the pitch to the running back. He turned it, found the big play, and got the first first down of the night for the Sikalimi Braves as they take it beyond Seals Grove, 45-yard line to the 46-yard line. Quickly to the line of scrimmage. Fumble snap, balls on the turf. Quarterback's able to keep it, fall forward. It's going to get about three yards, so it'll bring up his second down and seven. So quick starting. Offensive drive for the Braves. Chickalemi is a traditional wing tee football team, very much like Dick Purnell ran back in the day. As a matter of fact, I think that Todd Tilford is one of Dick Purnell's former players. But uh, what you're not you're not seeing that here right now. We saw a, a halfback pass and a quarterback sneak. And Kevin told us, beware. They're going to bring plays from deep in the playbook, and they do on that first play. And they pick up first down on their first play. Now it's second down and long. Quick hard count by Balestrini and it gets Seals Grove to jump. Looks like they're going to walk this one off. And Shiklimi came out and they were in a slot left that time, which was not a typical wing T formation. So they're changing things up a little bit here. They must have gotten Seals Grove with a hard count. It's not a first down after the five yard walk off, but a much more manageable second down, and we'll call it two for the Shiklimi Braves. Just underway. 11 minutes to go here in the opening quarter. No score between the Braves and the Seals Grove Seals. Two backs in the backfield behind Balestrini. He's under center, takes the snap, gives it to the deep man. He's going to get the call. That's Durr close to the first down markers, and they'll give him enough for a first down. So the second first down pickup for the Chickalemi Braves, and that goes to the workhorse, the fullback, Durr, for the first down. And that was just a fullback belly. It was a straightforward fullback belly. Halfback leads through the B gap, the guard tackle gap on a weak side. Got enough for the first down. Yeah, nothing fancy on that one. Just no, followed behind a good push by that offensive line. That's old-fashioned uh, wing tee football. First down and 10 for the Braves. A lot of movement up front. Brew Baker splits far to the left. Balestrini gives it to the D-man. He's hit immediately. That's Vance Metzger. Nope, that's Schaefer, number 65. It went to Nettles. Stopped for a loss of two. Big play by that defense for the Seals. That was an awesome job. They came out, and they, they showed their strength to the left in their formation, and before the ball was snapped, they shifted the strength to the right. So we have a strong call we make on defense, and we set our strength to the our right side, and we just had to, we had to um, just stick with it. And you can't make that shift once they shift. Splitting far to the right. Pfeiffer. As they go trips to the right, one wide receiver split to the left. Balestrini goes in a shotgun formation. Blitz coming by the Seals. Drops back. He's got some time. Steps up. Gets rid of deep down the left sideline. Josh Nylander on the defense trying to make the pick. Did he get it? Nope, it rolled away. He had it there for a moment. The intended receiver that time was Davis Marshall, the 6'4", 210-pound receiver. But Nylon had a, a beat on it. 
but it falls incomplete and it'll bring up third down and long for the Shikolimi Braves. Shikolimi obviously thought they had a size mismatch against uh, Nyland on that one because they ran trips into the short side of the field and they put one wide receiver all the way out there by himself on Nyland and, tra- and tested him. But Nyland did a great job on that. Now they're going to switch Marshall to the opposite side. Brett Four will be the corner on the left side of the defense. Third down and long. Blitz coming. Here comes Schaefer. Quick strike this time for Balistrini as he was trying to hit Woof on the deep slant. Unable to make the connection. Defended out there by Metzger. False incomplete. It'll be a fourth down and 12 for the Shikolimi Braves. So this possession that started out with some momentum comes up short for the Braves and they'll have to punt this away as Giddens will drop back and drop it back for the Seals will be four and Nyland standing at their own 10-yard line waiting for the Giddens punt. Trying to get good field position here are the Seals. Get a good run back here. Good snap back. A little bit of pressure but gets it away. Line drive kick going away from Nyland. Bounces at the 15. Rolls to the 8. Nyland picks it up. Up the right sideline and he's going to be bumped out of bounds as he crosses the 14 out to the 15-yard line. And that's where Seals Grove will get their first special possession of the night from their own 15-yard line. Danny Shock's going to jog out and get this offense ready. Sophomore quarterback with Ryan Allman, Nate Schoen in the backfield. His receiving cores, Nyland, four, and also Christian Kantz and Wyatt Metzger, the tight end. The offensive line, Beatty at center. Miller and showers the guards, Schaefer and Metzger, the tackles. Kantz will go to the right. Brett Four go to the left. Danny Shock's going to start in the shotgun formation with shown offset to his left you got 11 guys in the box for the Shikolimi Braves this is going to go to Nyland take it on an end around got some room gets a great block by Schoen and they're going to throw a flag right at the 20 yard line behind the run on Nyland Schoen's getting up and celebrating saying it's against the Braves and we'll see what the officials tell us as we see a flag thrown that was a nice looking speed sweep to Nyland he motioned before this ball was snapped and got it on the run and that was a block, a chop block, or a block below the waist, I believe. They're going to talk this out, are the officials, and remind you that Sunday Night Football features the Eagles and the Falcons from Atlanta at 7.30. Monday Night Football on WKOK has the Browns visiting the Jets at 7.30. Primetime NFL on WKOK. That was against Shikolimia, and obviously they had a defender go up and chop Nate Schoen's knees when Nate was trying to block. You saw Nate get right up immediately clapping so he knew it had gone against the Chickalibi Braves so this is a big walk off to add to the nice run by Nyland as this is going to walk the ball beyond the Seals Grove 40 yard line up to the 42 yard line so a big penalty there gives Seals Grove great great field position first down and 10 from their own 42 yard line just underway no score 9-13 to go in the opening quarter shotgun for shock low snap once again but he's got some time look it now he's going to bounce it to the outside. Got Metzger wide open, making a catch in brave territory, up the right sideline, looking for a block from Christian Kantz, and finally takes it inside the 35 to the 33-yard line. Goes tight end Wyatt Metzger. Seals go come out of trips right there, and and Shiklini was in a cover two, which means you have two deep safeties. They did nothing to adjust to that trips. Nyland was wide open, and Metzger was wide open on that too. So big play for the Seals Grove Seals. Pick it up. First downs, 25 on the reception that time from Shock to Metzger up the right sideline, and Seals Grove picks up another first down. Trips to the left this time, Brett Four far to the left, 
in the slot is Metzger. Handoff goes to Schoen. He's hit the line of scrimmage, falls four. It was Durr, and he'll stop along with Nettle. So short pickup. Dave, you saw something, no one here on the left side that might have been able to be exposed. Well, this time we did the same thing, except we won chips left that time. And once again, Nylon was uncovered. They were to cover two. They have two deep safeties. They have a corner up on our widest receiver. Number two man, Nylon, was not covered. They didn't find him there. They will stay with that trip okay. to the left. Now they walk the safety over top of Nylon, but they still, they're giving a big cushion. Shown alone back in the backfield. Shock looking that way. Gets riddled in the slam to Nyland. He goes up, makes the catch. He bounces off the tackle at the 20. Falls forward, and he gets that big catch. So he gets his eighth catch of the night, and it's a big one for the Seals as they put it deeper into Schick territory inside the 20, down to the 17-yard line. Seals Grove coaches obviously saw that because that was a, a give-me for a slant for Nyland. The, the safety was playing over top of him, but he had a good 12, 15-yard cushion. That That's like giving candy to a baby. Well, hope they can find some more candy for the baby. Moving this ball deeper into Seals Grove territory, or Schick territory. They're going to stay with the trips to the left. Send one wide receiver out to the right. Schoen offset to Schock. Schock's going to keep it. Looking to get a block from Schoen. Stumbles, keeps his feet to the 15. Or it's going to be down to the 10-yard line. Goes sophomore quarterback, Danny Schock on the design keeper. We have a man down on the field for the Schickalemi Braves. It remains down on the field there. Give us a chance to take a look at some of these individual numbers for the Seals Grove Seals that Danny Shuck took that last design run. Through the air, 21 for 41 for the sophomore quarterback for just 188 yards. Two touchdown passes came against Lewisburg, and he does have three picks as well. Nate Schoen, 37 carries, 157 yards coming into tonight. That's 4.2 points per carry for Nate Schoen, the junior running back, and Josh Nyland came in with seven catches and got a big one in early in this one already, and that's just got to boost his confidence as he's trying to get more involved. Now, Seals Grove will see the ball get marched out to the 29-yard line. Nyland is uncovered again. And he's in the slot on the right side. Now he's going to go in motion. He's going to give it to Show. Lots of room. Second level. Throws a guy away. Still going. At the 15, the 10, 5, pylon. Touchdown, Seals Grove Seals. Seals Grove faked the speed sweep to Nyland like the, the first play. Nyland took it for a nice gain. And they pulled it out and gave it to Schoen. And Schoen had one heck of a stiff arm on one of the Shikolim defenders. Just just froze the kid on his feet and went, went in for the score. Good-looking play. A much-needed confidence boost for the Seals Grove Seals as they get on the board for the first time in two games as they had to deal with two back-to-back shutouts against Jersey Shore and again by the Southern Columbia Tigers. So a bit of a boost here and doing it on the ground with Nate Schoen. The extra point try from Kyle Rule is up and is good off the hole from Brett Four. So just like that, Seals Grove able to take it down, get on the board. Nate Schoen, touchdown run. And it comes with 7.22 to go here in the opening quarter. And with the extra point good, Seals Grove leading 7-0 here in the first quarter. You talked about it, Dave. They, they sent Nyland in motion there, even though he was open. Like you said, nobody was out there to guard him out there. But he did come in motion. And what happens when he goes in motion? you got to have some guys shifting over and be able to follow him going across. It really opened it up for Schoen going the other way. You do. The linebackers are going to be very conscious of him going over, crossing the, the center line in the offense because he had that, that pretty good play before, and they, they were very aware of that. 
and they they went with it and they overran, but they couldn't they couldn't recover and get back on Schoen. And then Schoen made the one guy miss, like you said, with a big stiff arm, threw Nettles down into the grass, and then it was just a, a race to the pylon, won by your junior running back Nate Schoen as he gets his second touchdown of his season, and it comes on a five play drive covering 85 yards taking two minutes and three seconds extra point by rule good following the 29 yard touchdown run by nate Schoen. that's the seals grow forward drive summary that was a great drive that was i mean the, the, the play choice on that drive i thought was exceptional um seals grove obviously has a great game plan here tonight and they're able to take advantage of that and put it in the end zone 29 yard touchdown run by nate Schoen. As now Kyle Rule will kick this away. Nettles and Martin standing inside their own 10-yard line. This is going to be a line drive kick. Be picked up by Nettles at the 8. Turns, goes up the right hash, and he's going to be upended and tackled by Brandon Heil as Nettles had crossed the 20-yard line. And Nettles has nice speed, and if he's looking for that crease, and it was cleaned up well by Brandon Heil on that, and a good. I mean, Dave, that's textbook tackle that time by Haya. That was an, an exceptional open field tackle. I mean, that, that's not an easy thing to do. That was a great job by by Heil. It was a no-doubter. Once Heil got there, got him around the legs and took him down because, like I said, Nettles got good speed and he saw an opening there, but it was cleaned up that time by Brandon Heil. So Schick will take over. They're trying to answer the Seals Grove touchdown. Schick trails seven. They have it six nothing on the scoreboard. Did he miss that extra point? I missed that. I must have missed it, too. Because 7-16 to go here in the opening quarter. This one's going to go left this time. Getting the call number seven. I don't have seven on my scorebook. I'm going to have to ask who this is. He's number four, says Nathan Minier. So I'm going to change it on my roster here from four to seven. So Minier, the senior, gets the call this time going off the left. He's going to pick up five yards. And it's going to be a second down and medium for the Shikolimi Braves trying to answer the Seals Grove touchdown. 6.49 to go in the opening quarter. Glad you could join us here on Eagle 107, eagle107.com. Seals Grove leads the all-time series with 33 wins. The Shikolimi's 28. The series dates back to 1965. A lot of motion up there. Brubaker will split far to the right with Nyland on him. Balestrini drops back. Now he's going to take off. Uses athletic ability. Trying to get to the first down, and he's going to slide. And then he's going to be hit when he slid across the 35-yard line. It'll be enough for a first down as Balestrini that time using his athletic ability to pick up a first down for the Chicklemi Braves. He's a quick kid. Uh, that that looked to me like it was it may have been a design quarterback run. There was play action involved, but then he just planted a foot and got out of there. He ran off our left side. First down, solid run. It's a big first down for the Braves as they have it now first down and 10 from their own 36. Under six minutes to go in the opening quarter. Seals Grove leading 7-0. A lot of movement up front. The tight end, Marshall on the right. Balestrini drops back. He's got a man. Making the catch is Semko. Knocked out of bounds by Ryan Ahmed. They're going to spot him at the 43-yard line. Short of a first down, but again, it'll be at about second and about four for Chickalimi. So a good pickup on first down for the Braves as Sepko made the catch, turned it upfield, got knocked out of bounds. As Chickalimi is coming out, and they're showing one formation with the strength one way to the left, and then they're shifting to the right or, or right to left. And what they're doing is they're just trying to confuse our, our defense because we make strong calls, and we, we set our defense to the strength. 
They're tight formation except for one wide receiver split to the left on the second down and short. Minier goes in motion. Ball fumbled snap. Balestrini jumps on top of it, and he gets there right before the Seals Grove defender that time. Almost got to it was Damian Catherman, the sophomore, 5'10", 206 pounds. He's playing the defensive tackle position or the defensive end position on the left side. So that's a big pickup, or that's a big mistake that time by the Braves. And able, able to get to it was Catherman. That's a huge play for the Seals because now it's third and seven. So it, uh, you know, it puts us in a pretty good situation here. After the loss there, it'll be a third down and seven, coming up on 5-10 to go here in the first quarter with Seals Grove leading 7-0. Long count this time for the Braves. There's flags all over the place. And Balestrini throw this one away into the crowd here on the near side. And then an additional flag is going to be thrown there. So a lot to talk about here for the officials as the flags were initially thrown. And then when Balestrini threw it away, I wonder if that's where the other flag came. We'll have to see as they talk that out. Well, you know that the Eagles were on Sunday night football this week on Eagle 107. The Eagles traveled to Atlanta to face the Falcons. Their pregame show at 730 with Murrow Reese and Mike Quick. They'll have the call 820 on Eagle 107. So talk about a quick start for the Seals Grove. Seals able to take it down, get the 29-yard touchdown run by Nate Schoen. But the penalties here will go against the Chicklin Braves for intentional grounding. That was an illegal shift. They did not. Uh, they said they didn't. Seals Grove refused it and took the intentional grounding. And that's a loss of down. So it's fourth down now. Fourth and fourth and about uh, eleven. Oh, fourth and about 15. So fourth and about 15. So they're going to have to punt this in a way are the Chickalibby Braves. Again, Seals Grove leading this one 7-0. Seals Grove got the touchdown run, and now they force Chickalibby Braves into a punt. High snap to Giddens. He gets it away. End over end. It's going to bounce. At the 42, get a good chick. Let me roll down beyond the Seals Grove 30-yard line, down to the 29-yard line, and that is where the Seals Grove Seals will take over first down and 10. Remind you, Blaze Alexander Ford brings us our tough game of the week. It's a matchup between the 3-0 Mifflinburg Wildcats and the 2-1 Danville Ironman. We'll keep an eye on that one, and we call it the Blaze Alexander Ford tough game of the week. Also, we're looking for big plays here. We call them candidates for our Shemoka Dam Health Center backbreaker play of the game. We'll talk about them throughout the game, and then we'll let you know what's the Shemoka Dam Health Center backbreaker play of the game during our postgame show. All right here on Eagle 107, eagle107.com. First down and 10 for the Seals. They lead 7-0. They have the ball at their own 29-yard line, 446 to go in the opening quarter. Schoen goes in motion. Wide open on the right-hand side is your receiver, Christian Kantz. Shock doesn't see it. He keeps it, dives forward for the yard pickup. Seals Grove had trips set into the short side. They were on the left hash. They ran trips left. And Christian Kantz was all by himself on the right side, almost to the sideline of Seals Grove, and there was nobody there. Nobody. And he's already lined up right now. And the defensive lineman for Shikalimi is now waving to him. Somebody's got to get over and defend him. Still nobody there. Snap the ball. He's wide open. Throw it to him, and he does it. Shock drops back. Looking on the slant to Kant, and he bobbles it off his shoulder and falls incomplete. Oh, they got that. The defensive back got there just in time before the ball was snapped to defend that. That was 
that was going to go. I think that's where you do a kill, kill, kill with the slant and just send him long because that defender, he was jogging towards him and could have gone right by him. Yeah, he was running towards the line of scrimmage. The defenders, no way he could have defended a, a, a go route. That's a missed opportunity. The defender out there is long, number 21. He was late getting there. He is there now. So missed opportunity there for the Seals Grove Seals. They lead 7 nothing. 4-12 to go in the opening quarter. They have the ball at their own 31-yard line. Third down and nine. Shot drops back. Plenty of time. Screen to Schoen. Turns. Nothing there. He spins out of a tackle. Still going. Going backwards. And finally going to be stopped. Thrown down by Marshall and by Semko. Uh, we ran past a lot of blocks we should have made on that screen. Schoen was in a nice spot. The, 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 the play was timed perfectly. It was a beautiful screen to the fullback, but... We just didn't block anybody. So a good opportunity with good field position did not work into the favor of the Seals. Now they're going to have to punt this one away. Is that Brubaker back standing at his own 40-yard line? Gets up that 14 or 11. I'll have to get an eye on that to see. It's a high kick by Metzger, and it is Brubaker who calls the fair catch at his own 40-yard line. So Shikalimi able to dodge a bullet there because Christian Kantz, Early in that possession, like you said, Dave, was wide open. And you don't want to wave too much. Christian Kantz didn't want to wave too much and say, look, I'm wide open to draw attention to him. But at the same time, he was trying to get Danny's attention because yeah. he gets that. And he's he's got green grass and nothing else to deal with. Oh, yeah, that was that was so there. It was unreal. I think that uh, Shikalimi had maybe they, they were a little surprised by Seals Grove setting a trips formation into the short side of the field. And uh, they were all concerned about that. And they just totally missed Christian on the outside. So Schick will take over first down and 10 at their own 41-yard line. 3.26 to go in the opening quarter. 7-0 lead for the Seals. Balestrini drops back. Under pressure for Brandon Heil. Ball's thrown right at a Seals Grove defensive lineman. Falls to the turf. So Brandon Heil coming through and disrupting that for the quarterback. Falls incomplete. It'll be a second down and 10. Yeah, and then Trey Bainey actually defended the pass. He got his hands on the ball. Almost able to make that pick. A lineman's dream to come up with an interception. Unable to do it there. Second down and 10 for the Braves. They have it at their own 41-yard line. Balestrini gets the call from the sidelines. Jogs out to the Schick huddle and will give his teammates the call. 3.23 to go in the opening quarter. 6-0 lead for the Schickalemi Braves. We're going to have a timeout taken by the Shikalimi Braves. Get a chance to throw it back to Sean Carey. Get us some updated scores on other games going around the Valley. Sean, take it away. All right, Pat and Dave, thanks very much. Aubrey Alexander Toyota out-of-town scoreboard on 100.9 The Valley. Lewisburg leads Milton in the Tomato Bowl 7-0 four-yard touchdown run by Max Moyers. Also in the first, Mount Carmel 7, Jersey Shore nothing. Central Columbia up 7-0 over Hughesville. Scoreless in the first, Shenandoah Valley in Midwest. Mifflinburg, Danville, they are scoreless after one quarter. Southern Columbia leading Shemokin 21 to nothing. Julian Fleming already with two touchdown receptions. And South Williamsport in the first, 14 nothing over Muncie. Scoreboard updates all night long at Eagle107.com. Back to Pat and Dave. I know listeners must have been going crazy, especially if they're ones here at Seal at watching the game with us. As I kept saying, it's seven nothing, seven nothing, seven nothing, but never got a definitive call from the referee that I saw. Usually focusing on the ref, or maybe take it for granted from our kicking team, Kyle Rule, but he missed the extra point. So it's a six nothing lead for the Seals Grove Seals. 
Second down and long for the Braves, following a timeout. Movement up front, Balestrini knocked down, and there's going to be flags thrown all over. The officials will chit-chat about this one, and it's going to be offsides against the Seals Grove Seals, and this one's going to walk five yards off for the Shiklimi Braves. And now the officials are chit-chatting some more here about what the call was. Was it offsides or was it a false start? And officials continue to chit-chat. And now they are going to say it's offsides against the Seals Grove Seals. And one thing we always worry about from a broadcasting point is fluid game, a game that has flow. And this game does not have flow right now. We got timeouts, we got penalties, yeah. got discussions. It's just not flowing like a, a broadcaster's dream. No, it's really choppy here. Let's see if we can get things going here. Second down and five for the Shikalemi Braves following the Seals offsides. This one's going to go to the deep man. A lot of room for third. In the Seals Grove territory, he's going to be tackled by Brett Four, whose helmet comes off, so he's going to have to go to the sidelines. But a quick burst that time for the Shikolimi Braves. Take it into Seals Grove territory to the 35-yard line. First down and 10 for the Braves. That was unfortunate. They they kind of they kind of had the right thing called at the right time because Seals Grove walked two backers outside on the right side of their defense and sent them from the outside, and they ran that right up the gut where they were. Again, Seals Grove defense, Seals Grove 3-5, feast or famine, high risk, high reward. Bend but not break has been the mindset since I've been covering the Seals and see if that's what the case here as we go under three minutes to go here in the first period. Seals Grove leading 6-0. This one to go to Semko, hit it to line of scrimmage and down immediately. Micaiah showers on the stop. They'll mark it at the 45 or just inside, excuse me, the 35. So a half-yard pickup, and that's it. Linebacker Makai Showers in on the stop. Misdirection right up the gut. Excellent job by the Seals Grove defense on that play. Seals Grove lone score came on a five-play drive covering 85 yards. It was an impressive drive. Mix of run and pass. Took two minutes and three seconds. Shown went in from 29 yards out. And that's all the scoring we have so far. That came with 7.22 to go in the opening quarter. And we're at 2.15. And now we got some movement once again. And this time it's going to be a false start, and it's going to go against the Shikalemi Braves. And coming in tonight, Shikalemi Braves uh, struggled penalty standpoint, averaging seven penalties a game. And uh, this, this both teams have struggled so far tonight with the flags. Lots of flags being thrown, and the choppiness continues. So that gives Shikalemi about a second and 15 on, on the Seals Grove 40. That five yards goes a long way for the Seals right now. Let's see if they can just maintain their their desire to get off the ball and quick into the backfield and just pin their ears back and go after Balestrini if he drops back looking to throw it here on this second down and 15. 149 to go in the opening quarter, 6-0 lead. Handoff's going to go to Nettles. He's able to reverse his field and he's slammed to the turf. That's Ryan Almey grabbing Nettles and takes him down. Short pick up there, maybe three. It's going to be a third down and long for the Braves. That was, a, that was an old wing T play. That was a fullback blast right, fullback leading to the right. He made the kick out block. The backside guard tried to wrap up inside on anything coming. And, uh, boy, the Seals just got there on that one. Puts it at the 37-yard line in Seals Grove territory. 6-0 lead for the Seals. Third down and 12 for the Shikalimi Braves. Shotgun formation for Balestrini. Trips to the left, one wide receiver to the right. That's Marshall being guarded by four. This handoff goes to Durr. Nothing there as he's going to get back to where the original line of scrimmage was. 
when this possession started, and that's inside of the 35-yard line, and that's going to be it. See if this is four-down territory for the Shikalemi Braves. This is the fourth down. They're going to call it 10 with 40 seconds to go here in the opening quarter. That's a long 10 yards. They're on the Seals Grove 30, 39 and a half yard line. We'll mark it at the 30, just outside the 34 yard line for the Shikalemi Braves. Like you said, trying to pick up those 10 yards. They got to get all the way inside of the Seals Grove 25 yard line for a first down. Balestrini in the shotgun formation. Looking right. Slant. That's Marshall making the catch. And he's going to have a first down exactly where he needed to get, inside the 20, down to the 19-yard line after the catch. And Marshall gets up limping, but it's a first down, a big pickup for the Braves to keep this drive alive. Once again, Shikalimi came out and trips left with a single wide receiver to the right. They had uh, Marshall, who's a pretty big kid, lined up on uh, four. And uh, it was just a, a very simple slant pattern, and he got the ball. First down. They got just what they need for that first down. They picked up the 15 yards, get the first down after the catch as Marshall gets the first down and keeps the ball alive for the Chicago Braves. But that wraps up the first quarter. Seals Grove leading 6-0 over the Chicago Braves. We'll go to break. This is Seals Grove football presented by Seals Grove Ford here on Eagle 107 and Eagle107.com. I can still remember the kids rolling around on that comfortable living room carpet. Remember when they were babies, they'd bang those pots and pans on the kitchen tile? I still remember the sounds of soccer and baseball cleats running on those hardwoods and you yelling, leave the shoes outside. (laughs) These floors have seen a lot and they still look so good. They've got some good years left on them. Just like we do, honey, right? You bet, my dear, you bet. Carpet Man in Milton. Flooring for life. Eagle107.com Saturday on WKOK as Penn State hosts Pittsburgh. The tailgate show with Steve Jones, Jack Ham, Roger Corey starts at 10.30 with the kickoff at noon on News Radio 1070 WKOK and WKOK.com on the Sunbury Broadcasting Corporation app. Moving into the second quarter, looking at the numbers handed to me by our stat man, Zach Showers. Seals Grove put up 73 yards in that first quarter. Shikalimi, 89. Shown two carries, 29 yards and a touchdown. Danny Schock, just three for four for 30 yards. Seals Grove leading 6-0 as we move into the second quarter. As Shikalimi has it at the Seals Grove 19-yard line, first down and 10. Shotgun for Balistrini. He's going to keep a design run. He's going to dive forward after being hit immediately by Trey Bainey. A short pickup there by the design run of Balistrini. It's going to be a second down and eight after he picks up two to get to the 17-yard line. Shikalimi has really come away from their base offense in this game. They came out with a trips formation again that time with a single receiver to the right. And what we saw on film coming into this game was mostly traditional wing tee football from Shikalimi. Todd Tilford is a great coach. He always has some great wrinkles for a team, for uh, depending on who he's playing. I mean, and he always seemed to have his best game against me when I was coaching. <laughs> Let's see what happens here on a second down and eight. Trips to the left again. One wide receiver split to the right, and that's Fitzgerald. Balestrini is going to roll to his left. Look it, still look it, gets rid of it, and finds a man down at about the nine-yard line, knocked out of bounds. That's Brubaker, and that's with Teague Hoover on the cover to knock him out of bounds. See where they mark it. It'll be enough for a first down, so it's going to be first down goal to go for the Shikalimi Braves as they mark it about the eight-yard line. That's where they'll mark it after the the nine-yard pickup. 
That was a really well-thrown ball by Balestrini. He was running to his left full speed and just stuck it on his receiver. His receiver was running some sort of an out. Just kind of step-to-step with the quarterback. Shock will split far to the right. Balestrini gives it Nettles. Nettles inside the five. Tackled at about the two. And that's where they'll mark him down at the two-yard line. There's a flag on the play on the far side. We'll see what the call is here. But Nettles got the call. Went off the right side. And let's see if they chit-chat here to see what the call is on that run by Nettles. That's a break for the Seals. They had Chickalimi offsides. Call a false start against the Chickalimi Braves. Again, can't talk about enough. The penalties that both teams have dealt with throughout the early part of the season. And as from a coach's standpoint, just drives you crazy, especially when you have something positive, got things moving. Now you got to overcome a penalty when you have it first down, goal to go, and they're marking at the 12-yard line here in the second quarter. That was on Chickalimi, so that's okay. <laughs> we'll take that one. Yeah. Two backs in the backfield for Balestrini. Long going in motion. Balestrini turns, gives it to Durr. Durr inside the five. He's going to get to the goal line. Touchdown for the Chickalemi Braves. Same play, two uh, same play, two plays in a row. It was a basic fullback belly through the B gap on the right side, weak side belly, which means that the halfback led between the garden tackle and the fullback followed, and it was uh, that was there. It was there, and a 12-yard touchdown run for the Braves, and now they're trying to tackle on the extra point. Giddens will kick the extra point here. It has been a struggle all season long for the Sickleme Braves to be able to kick the ball through the uprights. Balestrini will do the holding here, looking for a good snap. A little high, but able to get it down. The kick is blocked. Balestrini picks it up and thinks he's taking it in for the score, but it's no good as it hits the turf. So we're all knotted up at 6-6 between the Braves and the Seals. Grow Seals with 10-29 to go here in the first half. And, Dave, sometimes you worry about your focus. You worry about where you're at mentally. It's something we talked about. And we talked about whether this was going to be an ugly game between two teams struggling. We already talked about the choppiness, and it's coming together here with penalties and some mistakes by both teams. And strangely enough, we're locked up at 6-6 with 10.29 to go here in the first half. The penalties are playing a big role tonight for both teams. It, it's it's really killing offensive drives. Although Shikolimi did a nice job on that drive. Obviously, Todd Tilford is just trying to, at this point, he, he'll he come out in a wing T formation, tight wing T formation, one play, run something, and then he comes out and he comes out with four wideouts, trips one way, a single receiver the other way, and then he ran it up the middle. He got us all spread out, ramped the middle two, two plays in a row. So... That strategy worked that time. Seals got to tighten it up on the inside when they spread out like that. 12-yard touchdown run by Durr, his first of the season. As this kick will go away and go out of bounds, it gives Seals grow great field position. Again, one of those kind of penalties that necessarily you don't talk much about, but that's another crucial penalty against the Chickalemi Braves as they have gained some momentum, but now they're going to give Seals Grove great field position to start this drive as they're trying to answer the Chickalemi touchdown. They came off a nine-play, 59-yard drive, taking four minutes and 57 seconds, overcoming some penalties to the Chickalemi Braves, and finally finished off by the 12-yard touchdown run. The extra point, no good as it was blocked. We're knotted up at 6-6. That's the Seals Grove forward drive summary. This is a big this is a big uh, uh, series for Seals. We've got to take the momentum back right now. 
and do it with run and some pass as they did in that first possession where they were able to get points on the board. Rolling to the right is shocked, throws it behind, forward falls incomplete. Seals came out in, in double twins, twins right and left with a single back, was shown in the backfield, and that was throw all the way. Falls incomplete, and just like that, bring up a second down and 10. 10.25 to go here in the opening half between the Braves and the Seals. Seals Grove shut out the Braves in the last two meetings, so that touchdown by the Braves is the first time in eight quarters against the Seals Grove defense. Shock in a shotgun formation with trips to the right. Low snap to him, but able to hand it off to Ryan Allman. He dives forward before hit at the 39-yard line, and that's where he'll go down there. So it's going to be a third down and six for the Seals Grove Seals, trying to move the chains and keep this possession alive. It almost looked like Seals is, the Seals Grove uh, offense is trying to mirror what Chickalimbi's doing because they came out in a trips right with a single receiver to the left, single back, and ran it up the middle. And uh, it, Allman got four tough yards. And they'll spot it at the 39-yard line for the Seals, trying to pick up a first down. they got to get it to the 45-yard line. Trips to the left. Low snap to shot. Gets rid of it. Guy Christian Kantz making the catch at the 45-yard line, but it looks like it'll be short of a first down from where they're spotting it because it's inside of the 45. So we'll see what the talk is here to see if Seals Grove look to go for it here. They're going to punt it away. looks like they're going to keep the offense out, maybe go with their 6'2", 200-pound quarterback and see if he can lean forward for a first down. What a big play this could be. This could be a candidate for the Smoka Dam Health Center backbreaker play of the game if Seals Grove is able to pick up a first down. Danny Schock's going to go off the left. Now it's a matter of a spot. The officials are beyond the 45-yard line, so if that's where they're going to spot it, it will be enough for a first down, you would think, here. But not much. Dave, not much at all. Give credit to that front of that Chickalame Braves defense because that was not a definite first down. It might have just been by inches. Yeah, that was close. They, and the thing is, the Seals Grove came out again with four wide receivers. Trips right, a single receiver left, single back, and ran a quarterback sneak out of that formation. They pick up the first down at the 45-yard line again by inches. 8.53 to go here in the first half. 6-6 ball game between the Seals. And the Braves, they're going to go trips to the left again. Christian Kant's the lone receiver on the right. Ryan Allman, the lone back in the backfield. Long count by Danny Shock. Sends Nyland in motion. Low snap. Shock's got it. Under some pressure. Look, it gets rid of it. Trying to throw it deep to Christian Kant's and not going to get the catch. Christian Kant's tried to come back for it. It was defended out there that time pretty well by Castillo. And it falls incomplete. It'll be a second down in 10 for the Seals Grove Seals. There was a lot of pressure that time. Two uh, two people came clean, and Ryan Ahmet was the single back in the backfield. Ryan made a very, very good attempt to block both guys, but it was a little tough. So Danny had some pressure on there, threw it a little short. So second down and 10, 8.29 to go here in the first half, 6-6 ball game. Two wide split to the right, one wide receiver to the right. Shot. Quick throw this out, time out to Nyland. He's going to be hit in the backfield, and it's going to be a loss on the play. That was just a very short, very quick, almost like a bubble screen um, pattern. He just threw it to uh, Nyland on the line of scrimmage. He wanted to get some yards, but he just uh, he got he got hit before he had a chance to really put the ball away. So we have third and about 12. Third and 12. On our own 43-yard line. This is after picking up a first down on 
a keeper by Danny Shock, where he got the first down on fourth down by inches. Now Seals Grove sees himself in a third down and long. We'll call it a third and 12. Danny Shock gets the snap. Look it. Got a deep slant to Nyland. Hit out of his hands. No good. And Nyland took a hit from Balistrini. He did, but Nyland's a tough kid. He gets up every time. That was good protection by the offensive line that time. Danny had time to throw. That ball was, it was a stretch. Uh, it was close. It was close. Uh, uh, Nyland almost brought that in, but he it, the safety for Shikalimit delivered a blow. So now it's a... It's a There'll be a flag on the play on that pass from Leo. Yeah, man downfield. So all you think as a as Nyland doing all that, getting himself blown up, and it wouldn't have counted anyways yeah. if he would have hung on to it. So they decline that, obviously, do the Braves, and forces Seals Grove into a punting situation. This will be Metzger punting it away. Brubaker deep, standing at his own 15, and then we got whistle before we get this one underway. Dave, did I mention anything about flow to a game? Yeah, I think you did. Oof. And there's not much flow here. Oh. Seals Grove, again, movement on the punt team. And it's going to walk them back, and Shikalimi trying to get great field position That's here, and they had a great opportunity here, and now with the penalty, good opportunity to get the ball to Brubaker and see if he can't turn it upfield for the Braves. Yeah. 7.43 to go here in the first half, 6-6 ball game between the Braves and the Seals. Metzger looking for the good snap. He gets it, gets it away. It's going to be a high kick going away from Brubaker. It's going to bounce and take a good roll for Seals Grove as Hollenbach is working his way down at the 11-yard line, spotted down by Schoen at the 11-yard line. So once again, senior punter Wyatt Metzger comes up big, gets a great roll, and is able to pin the Braves deep in their own territory. You know, Wyatt does a good job with that uh, that rugby-style kick. Those balls go end over end. If fielding that would be like trying to, to catch a, a knuckleball. Somebody can really throw a great knuckleball because that's got to be going all over the place in the air. And like you said, gets a great roll yeah. following the bounce, and it pins Chickalimi at their own 11-yard line. Chickalimi able to get on the board to tie this one up on a 12-yard touchdown run by Durr. That came with 10.29 to go here in the first half, completing a nine-play drive. Now Chickalimi has it at their own 11-yard line. Balestrini under center, takes the snap, rolling to his left. Looks like a keeper by design. He's going to be hit and taken down there. First man in there is at 65 or 68. Looks like it was Trey Bainey, the first guy in there, to make the stop. Good play off the edge that time by Trey Bainey. That was cross-buck sweep action by Shikalimi. They ran a sweep right. Quarterback faked and, and, and kept the ball and tried to run the weak side to the left. But uh, the Seals, they weren't fooled. Two-yard loss that time by the Braves, thanks to Trey Bainey getting into the backfield for the Seals. Clock continues to run. Under seven to go here. Again, we're talking about Schmoke Dam Health Center backbreaker play of the game candidates. Love to see a big play here for the Seals defensively. Man goes in motion as Minier. Blitz come in for Micaiah Showers. He's going to get to the running back and able to take him down as he's able to cross the 10-yard line, and that's going to be it. So maybe a pickup a yard and a half for the Shikalimi Braves. It's going to force him into a third down and long. That was a huge improvement for the Seals that time. The last two times Shikalimi ran that play, it was for a big gain and then a touchdown. So that was great. They only got two yards on that. Great job by the Seals defensive front. So a third down and long for the Seals defense. 
Shigalimian needs to get the ball out to their own 21-yard line to pick up the first down. Third down and 11. Brubaker split to the left. Midier going in motion, got movement up front. Nate Schoen coming across. And let's see what the call is here as the flags continue to fly here in the first half. I believe I saw movement by Shigalimian. See the body language and the officials pointing towards the Shiglemi Braves. So that looks like what it's going to be. Good call, Dave. As they would appear to be walking this one off, and they will against the Shiglemi Braves to put the ball just inside of the six-yard line, about the five-yard line for the Shiglemi Braves. So it's third and about 15 from their five. And throwing the ball has not been a big success for the Shiglemi Braves. They're only averaging 76.6 yards per game through the air. See what they do here. Going in motion is Minier. Balestrini turns. Give it to Nettles. Nettles able to get away from the block and finally finished off as he was carrying Micaiah Showers around his legs. And then Teague Hoover from the safety position came off and finished him off at the 14-yard line, well short of a first down after the short pickup, and it forces a punting situation for the Braves. Yep, they just ran Nettles right up the gut with that ball. See if we can change Left field position here. Fourth and about seven. And again, give credit to Wyatt Metzger on his punt that pinned the Braves deep in their territory. Now Seals Grove will try to get great field position here. Fourth down and long in a punting situation. Gittins looking for the snap. He gets it away. It's going to be a short kick. It's going to go off to the left and go out of bounds here on the near side as the official will walk in Braves territory to the 35, still going. And he's going to walk it all the way to the 32-yard line. Seals Grove will take over in Brave territory. Game all dotted up at 6-6 with 5.04 to go here in the first half. 5.04 in the first half. We got the ball on, on Chickalimmi's 32-yard line. This would be a huge momentum swing if we could stick it in here before the half. Nothing better than gain some momentum late in the half to take into halftime. And that's what Seals Grove will look to do here. Because this is just a dead tie at 6-6 right now. We've got to get some points on the board. Shown alone back in the backfield. Shotgun formation for Shock. Christian Kantz to the right. Shock drops back. Under some pressure. Looking over the middle. In and out of the hands of Metzger. Under some pressure that time by Wolf. Danny Shock looking for Metzger. Falls incomplete. It's going to be a second down and 10. Yep, that wasn't the... Uh... Protection was all there except for the one guy got through. And uh, Danny didn't have a personal protector back that time. The back was out of the backfield. So he threw under duress. Unable to make that connection, so it'll be a second down and 10. They have it at the Brave 32-yard line. Shot gets the snap. He's going to give it to Schoen. He dances into the second level, bouncing off a guy, still going, and now falls awkwardly backwards as he gets it to the 26-yard line. So he's going to pick up six on the carry. Be a third down and four. Well, nope, third down and five. They're going to call it as they put it right at the 27-yard line. So a five-yard pickup, third down and five for the Seals. Four-down territory for the Seals. It's third, it's third down and manageable now. Yeah, in, 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 that's right, in, in four-down territory. Seals Grove is sticking with that trips formation, that the four wides, trips left that time with a single receiver on the right side, single back. They gave it to Shock. They just ran. It looked like a trap up the middle. It was something that went straight up the gut. And and uh, running back got about five tough yards. Going to go back to show it again. Big hole. First down at the 20. To the 15. To the 10. Bounces off the defender inside the 10. All the way down to the 7-yard line goes Nate Schoen on the run. Behind a big hole off the right side for the Seals. Good looking play. Offensive line got great movement. And... Uh, 
They'll put it down at the six-yard line yep, that time. That's what I'm looking at. They're down in, yep, down at the first and first and goal from the six. 21-yard pickup that time for Schoen. He has a lone touchdown on the night. See if he can add another one. First down and goal to go for the Seals. Game knotted up at 6-6 with 4.06 to go in the first half. Shot gets the call, gives it to Schoen. Bouncing in the backfield. Cuts under defender. Inside the five. He's going to take it close to the two-yard line. Goes Nate Schoen on a muscle-type run by your running back, Nate Schoen. Oh, yeah, that was a war inside that time. That was a great-looking play. Uh, the offensive line got a little bit of movement, but Schoen did most of the work on his own. Great job. Picks up four on that one. Second down, goal to go from about the two-yard line for the Seals Grove Seals. Under center is shot. Gives it to Schoen. Nothing up the middle. Turn, trying to get away from a tackle. He's going to. Reverses at field. Still going to the left. Gets off another defender. He's at the five. Spin in and is able to get it back inside the four-yard line. He was all the way out at the ten-yard line, still spinning. And, boy, he was able to get it back to the four and only end up with a two-yard loss on the run. That, that was an unreal effort on Nate Jones' part just to keep that play alive. He actually he hit in the line of scrimmage right over the center where he's supposed to run the ball. It was stuffed, and he just spun and spun, shed about three or four tackles, and got back to the, almost back to the line of scrimmage. We have a personal foul penalty to be against the Shikalemi Braves, following all that run by Nate Schoen. Didn't see who the personal foul penalty was on, other than that it is against the Shikalemi Braves. That be half the distance to the goal for the Sealands Grove Seals. All knotted up 6-6 with 3.13 to go here in the opening half. Stick around at halftime. Get updated scores from Sean Carey back at the studio. Also get the stats from the first half from our stat man, Zach Showers. Get Dave's analysis of that first half. And then turn our attention to the second half. That all coming up at halftime. Do not go anywhere. Keep it right here on Eagle 107, eagle107.com. Got my daughter Murphy listening. She's here along with Katya. And her family, Francesca, as well. So we appreciate them listening. I think I saw Carly Allman as well. She's the sister of Ryan Allman and Nate Allman here cheering on her brothers as they're cheering as loud as they can. The Seals Grove Seals try to get back on the board as we're all knotted up at 6-6. This is going to be a keeper by Danny Schock. He's met at the two-yard line and just thrown to the turf. Nettles on the stop, but it looked like Joan was going to get there. Yeah, Seals Grove came out with a, a trips bunch on the right side. Obviously, they wanted to pull uh, Shikolimi's attention way off to the right where they had that bunch set, and Shock was on a keeper, and uh, it just wasn't there. And Nettles came up and made a good play. Danny's got good size, but Nettles able to get to him and take him to the turf. So they're going to go for it here. Fourth down, goal to go from the two. All knotted up at 6-6. Six, six. They go with the I formation. Ryan Allman at the fullback. Nate showing the tail. Ryan Chuck turns, gives it to Nate Schoen, right to the goal oh, line, wow. into the end zone, touchdown for the Seals, Gross Seals. That was a fundamental Seals lined up in the eye, fullback lead right. So uh, Ryan Amund led, good block, and Schoen went into the end zone completely untouched. Offensive line took the defensive, their defensive line into the end zone. Re-establishing that offensive line, talk about it so much, Dave. And that's what they did there. They were able to re-establish that offensive line, and they were able to push him into the end zone. Looking for the extra point here. Was missed last time by Rule. This one's up, plenty of distance, and good. That's an important extra point right that's there. An, that was that, exactly. For the Seals Grove Seals. So, Sean, with 2.26 to go here, Seals Grove gets on the board again. They're back on top here late in the first half. You have some updated scores on other games going on around the Valley. 
All right, Pat, thanks very much. Aubrey Alexander, Toyota out-of-town scoreboard on 100.9 The Valley, the Tomato Bowl. Max Moyers with three touchdown runs tonight. Lewisburg is shutting out Milton, going to halftime 27-0. Southern Columbia blanking Shemokin 48-0 in the second. Gage Garcia with three touchdowns tonight. And Julian Fleming with two touchdowns of his own. Second quarter, Midwest shutting out Shenandoah Valley 20-0. Mount Carmel in the Silver Bowl up 21-6 over Jersey Shore. And South Williamsport 21-7 over Muncie. That also in the second. Scores updated all night long at Eagle107.com. Back to Pat and Dave. Thanks, Sean. Appreciate that. Sending us scores from around the valley and keeping an eye on all the games, especially our Blaze Alexander Ford tough game of the week between Mifflinburg and Danville. Here with 2.26 to go in the first half. Seals Grove gets on the board. A two-yard touchdown run for Nate Schoen, his third of the season, his second on the night. A seven-play drive covering 32 yards, took two minutes and 38 seconds. The extra point by rule is good, and as Dave said, a very important extra point for the Seals Grove Seals. Pushed the lead out to 13-6. to six. That's the Seals Grove forward drive summary. I feel real good for the, the Seals Grove offensive line right now because they made that thing happen. That was, that was without a doubt the best I think that that offensive line has looked in quite some time. I mean, it, that last play, they blew Shikolimi's off defensive front into the into the end zone. Which makes me think you go more to the I formation tight set and see if you can't just reestablish the, the, the line of scrimmage, play in and play out. I, I'm built that way. Stop, that, that's you know, my Get style. away from the trips to the right and all that stuff. Let's just go mano-mano and then stack them up. Mm-hmm. See if they do that offensively. But right now they're kicking it away to the Shikolimi Braves. Nettles takes it at his 11. He's got speed. He's up beyond the 30. Close to the 35-yard line, Macharo, Oscar Macharo, making the step. Or is that Meckley, 85? Thought it said 81, but it says 85, so that's Meckley on the stop. But it's a good return by Nettles. They'll put it at the 35-yard line. That's where the Braves will take over first down and 10. Trailing 13-6 with 2.21 to go here in the opening half. I think I see Damian Catherman in there at the nose guard now. Lined up over the football there on the defensive side, along with Bainey on the right side there. Is Vance Metzger kneeling down on the left side, or is that? Uh, I may be wrong. That's Catherman be... on the tackle and or the end. Okay. And see who that is over the center. But you're right, it is a new number. That's Miller, the That's freshman. Steve Miller. Abracadabra. Abracadabra. Balistrini looking deep down the right side. Lad a man out there, unable to make the connection. Streak it down the right side was the 6-4 Marshall, but not able to make that connection. Falls incomplete. It'll be a second down and 10 for the Braves. Marshall is a big receiver. He's 6 foot 4, 210 pounds. And our defensive backs, our corners are about 5'8. They're they're really counting on that size mismatch. Balistrini unable to make that connection to him on that one, so it sets up his second down and 10. Things quiet here on the near side as the Shikalimi crowd sees them team trailing 13-6 to with 2.16 to go here in the opening half. Balistrini in his shotgun formation. They go trips to the left. Goes to the lone back of the backfield. That's Durr. He gets beyond the 40 to the 41-yard line. So a quick burst that time. Six-yard pickup. It'll be a third down and four for the Braves. Spread formation with Shikalimi. Four wide receivers. Shotgun. And they ran right up the middle. Just going under two minutes to go here in the first half. Balistrini gets the call from the sidelines. Out to the huddle. 150 to go here in the first half. Seals Grove leading 13-6. to six. 
They go with the tight formation this time. Balistrini under center. Takes snap, turns, gives it to Nettles. Nothing there that time. Falls to the turf, gets up, runs. But he was going to be marked down at the 41-yard line. So no pickup that time. And just like that, it's going to be a fourth down here for the Chickalemi Braves. See how they handle this with 120 to go here in the first half. As Balistrini is staying out on the field here, see if they call a timeout here and decide whether they're going to punt this one or they're going to four down territory. The coaches are walking around talking to the official now. I'm surprised that they call a timeout right before the play clock goes because it's running under 12 and they're in no hurry here. They're trying to burn the clock here. As Balistrini standing here on the sideline, coaches standing right with the official. It's at three, two, one, and they call the timeout with one second to go on the play clock, which puts the game clock at 51 seconds. Okay. Love for an opportunity here to see Seals Grove get a return here. You have an explosive Josh Nyland. He has a kickoff or a punt return to his credit, kickoff return to his credit in his career. Love to see him get an opportunity. And maybe even uh, Brett Ford back there as well. See if they can't get great field position and maybe get an opportunity for a late score here. Seals Grove leading 13-6, which is 51 seconds to go in a very choppy very choppy as you described the first, first half yeah it was yeah it it was uh it was there were a whole lot of penalties and and a lot of different things going on so yeah well, it wasn't it wasn't uh, it wasn't anything beautiful the first half but what you know what we'll take a a 13 to 6 lead any day i'll take a lead in any way absolutely all you need is one more point than the other team and uh, that's called a lead that's called a, a w at that's, the end of the game absolutely no extra bonuses or no extra wins for more than uh, one point win. Now, I really wish somebody would actually kick to our returners. Let's see what happens here with Giddens will drop back to punt this one away. The last one went well off his leg to the left. He's just going to kick it straight out. It's going to go is. to Nyland at the 32. Makes a man miss at the, the 32. Wall. Turns it up, and he's going to get swallowed up by shock as Micaiah Showers was just blowing up Semko. The wall was set to our left side. It was there, but the ball was kicked way over to the other side of the field and there's no way that nylon could get there so now they're forced to have the ball at their own 38 yard line 40 seconds to go see how you handle the freshman quarterback in this situation here first down and 10 seals grove has it at their own 38 yard line stick around at halftime we'll have scores updated from sean carey back at the studio get our first half stats from our stat man get dave's analysis of that first half turn our focus to the second half and see if Seals Grove can get a win here. They're trying to get back on track and even their record to two and two. Shikalimi trying to get their first win of the season. And we're going to timeout as the clock just ran two seconds off the clock. And we get a timeout on the field. So we take a look at that first half. We talked about being choppy and, you know, that comes with a lot of penalties, some uncertainty. Looking for a little more from uh, the offense. They do have 13 points on the board, and you know you have two drives by the Seals Grove offense. First drive took five plays, covered 85 yards on those five plays. So they started out with a bang. You thought things are looking good here. They had a 29-yard touchdown run by Nate Schoen to put them up 6-0 at that point after the missed extra point. But then Chickalembia come back with a nine-play drive covering 59 yards. Their extra point was blocked. We were tied 6-6. Nate Schoen got his second touchdown of the night, his third on the season on a two-yard run, 
And as you said, Dave, the most impressive blocking on that two-yard run where they just blew up that defensive line of the Chickalemi Braves, and Nate Cho went in un- uncontested. Yeah, he was he was not at all touched, and that, and that was a, a great to me, I think that's a great confidence booster for that offensive line. I saw those guys slapping each other around on the way off the field. I just thought that was terrific. That's something they need. And you, Yeah, you and I talked about it. How is the mental game? How does the family feel? How does the football team feel for each other? And, and you've got to come together as a family and, and, and fight and battle, especially in the in the game of football. No question. And you got to gel. An offensive line has to gel, you know. The communication has to be there, and they've got to be able to count on each other and, and have confidence in each other. I think that we're maybe we're turning the corner starting to develop that now. Shock will be in a shotgun with Nate Schoen off to his right, trying to fix the clock here and get the proper time up there. Kyle Rule does have the ability to kick about a 35-yard field goal if they're able to move the ball down. We have two wide receivers split to the right, one to the left. That's Brett Four far to the left. Officials still working on the clock situation here to get that all set as a couple seconds ran off. But now they'll put the ball in play here. Shotgun formation for Shock. First down and 10. Nyland going in motion. He's going to get the ball. Looking for a block from Chone. He's got some rope. He's got speed. He's able to get up over a defender and dive for a first down for close to a 10-yard pickup. Maybe 11 after it's said and done. And it will be a first down as he does get 11 on the run. So Seals grow quick to the line of scrimmage. That was a speed sweep to Nyland. Right at the 49-yard line. Shock drops back, looking, looking, looking over the middle for Nyland. He makes the catch. He's going to be hit by Shock, and he's going to be knocked down as a oh, quick timeout there as they'll move the ball to the 27-yard line for the Seals. He hit Nyland on a post pattern. It was a perfect throw. So they quickly get up to the line of scrimmage. Danny Shock under center takes it. It will spike the ball down, and it will stop the clock. First down and 10 for the Seals as they have it at the Shikalimi 27-yard line. Able to pick up good yardage on that one as they're able to get 23 yards on that pass and catch. That time for the Seals Grove Seals, and they're in business. And that was a beautiful throw by Danny Schock. Um, Nyland was lined up at the slot receiver. He was inside a receiver. He just ran a, he ran a deep post, and Danny stuck it right on his numbers. He stays in the shotgun formation with twins to each side, and now we're going to get a whistle. Here comes that choppiness feel. Yeah. Yeah, momentum, feeling good. Get the good throw, but we're going to get a timeout on the field, Sean. we got a timeout uh, here. Timeout. 16 seconds to go here in the first half. Uh, give us a preview of what... Uh, we're going to keep an eye on throughout this halftime and updated score. Sean, please uh, take it away for me. All right, Pat. Thanks very much. Aubrey Alexander, Toyota, out-of-town scoreboard as we approach halftime. Games across the Valley, 100.9. The Valley Lewisburg continues to lead Milton in the Tomato Bowl, 27 to nothing. At the half at the Silver Bowl, Mount Carmel leading Jersey Shore 21-6. Loyal Sock up 28-7 over Bloomsburg. Central Columbia now with a 28-0 lead over Hughesville. And early second quarter, Southern Columbia 55, Shamokin nothing. Scoreboard updates all night long at Eagle107.com. Back to Pat and Dave. Thanks, Sean. Appreciate that. We're just talking here in terms of uh, maybe some missed opportunity time-wise. Uh, after that long throw, they did get up and spike it, but they ran off a lot of time as they got up. But now Seals Grove took the timeout and then Chick took a timeout. So now twins to each side, second down and 10 for the Seals. Shock takes it, steps back under heavy pressure. Looking deep across the middle. Got Nylon out there, bubble catch, touchdown for the Seals Grove Seals. 
unreal catch by Josh Nyland. Great job by Danny Sh- uh, Janny Shaw getting that throw off. Two Shiklimi defenders blitzed from the outside untouched, and Danny delivered a nice ball, but Nyland made a, a, a whale of a catch. He bobbled it, pulled it in as, uh, as he laid out in the end zone. Great job. Beautiful adjustment by Nyland. As Hicks talked about it, got to get your playmaker the touches, and they do. They give him opportunity there on this drive with a big catch, and then a touchdown catch for Josh Nyland as Kyle Rule will attempt the extra point here. It's not a good snap, but Ford gets it, puts it down, splits the upright, and it's good. So the Seals grow Seals, taking all the momentum to wrap up or late here in the first half with just 11 seconds to go. So maybe the coaching staff knew more than we did, and they weren't worried about time on the clock. Oh, they, they knew exactly they knew what, what they were doing. <laughs> they yeah, always do. I will never question them. I ne- I've never questioned a coach never. in my lifetime. Nope. They knew exactly. That was a great plan. They did a nice job, and Nyland get involved. And that's what Hicks talked about. Need to get your playmaker involved. He's very involved in this drive here. Makes the big catch to set it up, and then finally gets the, the touchdown catch. 27-yard touchdown reception. By Josh Nyland, he gets his second of the season, his first on the night. Danny Schott gets his third touchdown pass of the season, his first on the night as well. Josh Nyland is is just a gutsy kid. He he really is. I mean, he's he's one of those guys that he'll just sacrifice his body to make that play, and he did on that. I mean, he he laid out. If the ball was bobbled in the air, he laid out, made the catch, just as he hit the ground in the end zone. It was. That was a terrific catch. I would think the biggest celebration had to have been Danny Schock running over to Josh Nyland and giving him a tremendous high five because what an athletic play by Josh Nyland. Late here in the first half. Swift kick this time. Takes a crazy bounce. Go to the deep man, Nettles. He's taken up the right sideline. He's got some room. It's going to be hit, and he's able to spin off a tackle and finally bounced out of bounds by Meckley once again and number 84 as well. That's Nate Ahmed on the stop, but... Nettles, he's got good speed. He was able to get up that sidelines, but finished off by the duo of Meckley and Ahmed. And with just five seconds here in the first half, the Chicklemi Braves see themselves trailing 20-6 to to the Seals Grove Seals after Seals finished off four play, covering 62 yards. Took 35 seconds, finished off from Shock to Nylon. The extra point good, and Seals Grove lead 20-6. to That's the Seals Grove forward drive summary. Shotgun formation from Balistrini trips to the left. Seals are going to cover four, four deep. Drop it back as Balistrini rolling to his left, being chased. Ball's knocked away. Scramble on the turf, still down on the turf. White shirts are going to grab it as the first half clock is going to come to an end. A momentum builder after the touchdown and a big defensive play there. And the Seals Grove Seals take a 20 to 6 lead as we go to halftime. Seals Grove leading 26. This is Seals Grove football presented by Seals Grove Ford here on Eagle 107 at eagle107.com. Weaver's Tire Service in Northumberland supports Sealands Grove Seals football and all athletes. Because like sports teams, Weaver's Tire's customers come from all over. And to prove it this season, tell Weaver's you heard this commercial on Seals football. No matter where you live, and you get a super sports special. I don't know what it is. See Weaver's for details. They've got tires, passenger and commercial to farm, service, oil changes and inspection to repair, and two road crews to bring home the win. Weaver's Tire Service, Route 11 Northumberland, weaverstires.com, and on Facebook. 
Facebook. Mark and Troy here at Zimmerman Motors. It's Jeep Adventure Days, and we're celebrating with special Jeep pricing for everyone. We have huge discounts on every new Jeep in stock, up to $6,000 off new Jeep Cherokees to qualified individuals. We're also discounting every new 2019 Jeep Renegade up to $4,500, and we have over 25 to choose from. It's going to be a fun month. So come in and see why people have been coming from all over the region to Zimmerman's Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram in Sunbury and experience what we call the Zimmerman difference. Call 570-988-JEEP or visit us online at ZimmermanJeep.com. For nearly 100 years, Purdy Insurance has been your locally owned, family operated source for insurance products. With a staff of over 20 and partnerships with some of the industry's most trusted companies, Purdy has the experience and resources to get the job done. Whether you need personal home and auto or complex business insurance solutions, Purdy will help you navigate through the process. Call today at 570-286-5855. Or better yet, stop in their Sunbury office to see what Purdy Insurance can do for you. Eagle107.com. Seals football presented by Seawans Grove Ford on Eagle 107 WEGH Northumberland Seawans Grove. Sean Carey with you in studio as the Seals lead the Shikalemi Braves tonight in Sunbury by a score of 20 to 6. Checking scores from across the central Susquehanna Valley at the half at the Silver Bowl. Mount Carmel leading Jersey Shore 21 to 6. Second quarter, Loyal Sock up over Bloomsburg 28 to 7. Central Columbia, the Blue Jays, shutting out Hughesville, approaching the half, 28 to nothing. These scores are in the second. Midwest, shutting out Shenandoah Valley, 34 to nothing. Danville, 14. Mifflinburg, 7. South Williamsport, 28. Muncie, 7. Montoursville, 14. Warrior Run, nothing. That game at the half. Southern Columbia, blanking Shemokin, 55 to nothing. That is also at the half. Julian Fleming with two touchdown catches. Gage Garcia, two touchdown runs, and Gavin Garcia with three tonight for the Tigers. And Berwick is blanking Wyoming Valley West in the second to Crispin Field, 28 to nothing. Seawans Grove will travel to Berwick next Friday night. We'll have it for you live here on Eagle 107. Tonight on 100.9, the Valley, the Tomato Bowl, 43rd version of the Tomato Bowl between the Milton Black Panthers and Lewisburg this evening. Greg Wetzel, Justin Michaels on 100.9, the Valley. This is the first of three touchdowns so far tonight by junior Max Moyers. Ball's on the four-yard line. Motion is Gavin Sheriff. Give the ball to Moyers off the right side. He bowls his way into the end zone for a touchdown. Lewisburg Green Dragons take a 6-0 lead with 6.53 to go in the first quarter. That was a four-yard touchdown run from Max, and then Double M takes it in from 15 yards out. Looks like Shedleski might be calling out some an audible. He's in the shotgun formation. Give the ball to Moyers up the middle. He's hitting the backfield, but he breaks that tackle, and he comes into the end zone for a touchdown. Heck of a run there by Max Moyers. He was hitting the backfield, picks up 15 yards for the touchdown, and the Green Dragons take a 13-0 lead with 116 to go in the first quarter. And Lewisburg continues to pour it on tonight at Alumni Field thanks to this 48-yard reception from Jack Landis. Two receivers left, two receivers right. Shotgun formation, Sims in motion, fakes it to Moyer up the middle, looking out here, and now he comes off for a receiver to right, throws a deep ball down the field, has a receiver open, and it's a touchdown, I think that's Jack Landis. Yeah, Jack Landis, 46-yard touchdown pass from Nick Shaleski to Jack Landis, and the Green Dragons take a 
20 to nothing lead. It doesn't get any prettier. We know that Nick Shedleski can throw that deep ball. Greg Wetzel, Justin Michaels on 100.9 The Valley. Two touchdowns ain't enough. Max Moyers, you better make it three. Shotgun formation, but it's a tight wing. Motion this way. Give the ball to Moyers up the middle. He's off the right side. He breaks it outside. He has out the five and run to the corner. Touchdown, Max Moyers. 27 nothing lead for the Green Dragons on an eight-yard touchdown run by Max Moyers. Came out with the same set. This time we fake it to Gavin Sheriff, bringing him in motion, and come out the other side with Max Moyers, and he just had the angle, took it to the corner of the end zone, and extends that Green Dragon lead with that eight-yard touchdown. You can hear that on 100.9 The Valley as they approach halftime 27 to nothing in favor of Lewisburg. Here on Eagle 107, Seawons Grove up 20-6 to over the Shikolami Braves, and scoring opened up this evening thanks to junior running back Nate Schoen, a great run on a first down and 22 play. He's going to give it to Schoen. Lots of room. Second level. Throws a guy away. Still going. At the 15, the 10, 5, pylon. Touchdown, Seawons Grove Seals. From 29 yards out, Nate Schoen capping off a 5-play 85-yard drive and taking 203 off the clock. The point after touchdown was no good. The Seals were leading by a score of six to nothing. The Braves then converted a fourth down and ten on their last on the drive following the Seals touchdown. Uh, after that fourth and ten conversion, they continued that drive to tie up the ball game. Two backs in the backfield for Balestrini. Long going in motion. Balestrini turns, gives it to Durr. Durr inside the five. He's going to get to the goal line. Touchdown for the Shikolemi Braves. As a 12-yard touchdown run from Durr, capping off a nine-play, 59-yard drive and taking close to five minutes off the clock. The point after touchdown was blocked, and we were knotted up at 6-6. Then the Seals hit pay dirt on a big fourth-down play of their own. They go with the eye formation. Ryan Alm at the fullback. Nate shown the tail. Ryan Shuck turns, gives it to Nate Schoen, right to the goal oh, line, wow. into the end zone, touchdown for the Seals, Gross Seals. And from two yards out, Nate Schoen with his second touchdown of the evening, capping off a seven-play 32-yard drive and taking 238 off the clock. The point after was good, and the Seals led by a score of 13-6 to toward the end of the second quarter. Seals were able to get the ball back before, uh, before halftime, and with 11 seconds left, until the break, Josh Nyland making a spectacular one-handed diving catch. Twins to each side, second down and 10 for the Seals. Shock takes it, steps back under heavy pressure. Looking deep across the middle, got Nyland out there, bubble catch, touchdown for the Seals, Grove Seals. 27-yard catch, Josh Nyland from Danny Shock capping off a four-play 62-yard drive and only taking... 35 seconds off the clock. Crucial timeouts by the Seals, setting up that touchdown by Josh Nyland. Point after good, and that's where we stand at the break at Chickalemi Stadium. Seawons Grove leading the Braves by a score of 20-6. to Don't forget our football menu for the rest of the weekend on Sunbury Broadcasting Corporation stations here on Eagle 107 tomorrow. It'll be the home opener for the Bucknell Bison. First home game for new head coach Dave Cicchini is the Bucknell Bison take on Villanova. We will have a special tailgate broadcast. Rob Center from the Rock and Roll Morning Show will crank that up at 3 p.m. outside of Christie. And we'll have an expanded pregame show with Kevin Herr and the voice of the Bison, Doug Birdsong, beginning at 5, leading up to the kickoff at 6 here on Eagle 107. Primetime Sunday night for the Philadelphia Eagles down in the ATL, Birds and the Falcons. Our pregame starts at 7 with the network and the legendary Merrill Reese will be on with the play-by-play at 8.20. Penn State tomorrow for the final time will play Pitt. 100th time total, last in the series for now. 
Pitt Penn State live on News Radio 1070 WKOK. The tailgate show starts tomorrow morning at 10:30 outside the Bryce Jordan Center with Steve Jones, Jack Ham, Roger Corey, and Matt McGloin. And the kickoff just after 12. Steelers on Sunday, they've got their home opener at Heinz Field against Seattle. You can catch that on 100.9, the Valley pregame at 11 a.m. and the kickoff at 1. So again, checking our scores from across the Valley. Halftime at the Silver Bowl, Mount Carmel leading Shore 21-6. Loyal Sock 28-7 over Bloom. Central Columbia 28-0 over Hughesville. Midwest 34-0 over Shenandoah Valley. At the half, Danville has doubled up Mifflinburg 14-7. Wildcats going into this game undefeated 3-0. At the half at Shemokin, the Indians down 55-0 to Southern Columbia. South Williamsport 28-7 over Muncie. And at the half, Montoursville is shutting out Warrior Run 14-0. Also at the half, Berwick 28, Wyoming Valley West nothing. Berwick will be Seawans Grove's next opponent next Friday night here on Eagle 107. And coming up tomorrow afternoon, high school football, Kalineski Valley at Columbia Montour Votech. After the break, we'll return to Shikolemi Stadium, get our halftime stats from Zach Showers, and Pat O'Brien and Dave Hess will have the start of the second half just for you. Seawans Grove 20, Shikolemi 6 at the half. Seals football continues on Eagle 107, driven by Seawans Grove Ford. Football season's here. Are you watching your favorite team on a small and bulky TV? Would you like to be able to see your team scoring that touchdown up close and personal? At Aaron's Rentals, they can help you take that TV home. Courtney at Aaron says now's the time to come in and talk to her. There are great specials, no credit check, free setup and delivery, flexible payments, easy pay, and six months same as cash. Visit Aaron's new location, 1102 North High Street, Sealands Grove, or Aaron's.com slash Sealands Grove. Eagle 107 is WEGH, Northumberland, Sealands Grove. Your home for Sealands Grove Seals football. Every week, thousands of people from all over the world come through our doors to enjoy a home-cooked meal or just to browse our gift shops. One of the favorite spots that folks like to gather are near our fireplaces, found throughout our restaurant and lobby areas. Ever since Glix installed the heat and glow inserts and fireplace, we've received so many compliments about how warm and inviting they make our store. I'm Steve Colhavy, General Manager of Country Cupboard in Lewisburg, and we're pleased to be able to recommend Glick's Heat and Glow products. Eagle 107. Back here at Sickle Stadium here on Eagle 107, eagle107.com. As we continue with halftime here, Seals Grove takes a lot of the momentum going into halftime. At one point, this game was all knotted up at 6-6, and then Seals Grove would get on the board to retake the lead with just 2.26 to go in that first half. And at that point, you thought, that's the momentum they need to build on. That's what they need to take into halftime. But Seals Grove would get the ball again and on two big plays between Danny Schock to Josh Nyland. And they end up putting the ball in the end zone with 11 seconds to go in that first half. And another thing to make mention of, they hit their extra points on the last two tries. So extend your lead that way. And you said it, Dave, after that first extra point was good. That's huge because you're dealing with the mental part of the, the other one was missed, which we didn't even know was missed for most of that first quarter until we got the official call. But still, what's happened now is you push it out to 20 to 6. And what got you that 20 to 6 when you were doing some things that weren't working, things weren't going the way you wanted to? It was a very, we keep calling it a choppy first half, a lot of penalties, uh, mistakes that way. But boy, the way they ended that half, the pass and the run, you talked about the beautiful job and opened up the hole for Nate Schoen. But then your playmaker, Josh Nyland, makes two big plays in that final 40 seconds and able to extend the lead to 26. So now the talk is. 
What do we do going into the second lo- second half, and how do we manage this thing moving well, forward? I, I guarantee in, in, in the, the locker room right now, Coach Hicks is telling these guys, keep the foot on the gas pedal. Put these guys away. Don't let up one bit. You got them down. Keep them down. You know, it, it, that is so important to this team. Right? Yeah, they, it was a great second quarter. It was a huge momentum, a huge momentum thing. But now you've got to maintain that. And now you've got to take that and you've, you've got to have a great second half and just build on everything. Seals Grove leading 26 over the Shikolimi Braves. Taking a look at the stats, first team stats. Seals Grove nine first down, outdoing their total from the last two weeks by seven in that first half. Nine first down for the Seals. Shikolimi just six. Rushing department, Seals Grove 83 yards. Big part of that is a 29-yard touchdown run by Nate Schoen. And Chickalimi just 58 yards in that first half. In the passing department with those two big throws in the final 35 seconds of that first half, it boosted Danny Shock's numbers to 84 yards passing to Chickalimi's just 53. So total yards, 167 for the Seals Grove Seals and 61 for the Chickalimi Braves. Seals Grove was averaging just 62 yards passing in their first three games. And now they've boosted up to 100, excuse me, 84, but then ends up boosting up their total yards to 167. They were only averaging 126 coming into tonight's game. So that's a big boost for the Seals Grove Seals. Penalties, 10 combined by both teams in that first half. One turnover, that was a fumble by the Shikolimi Braves. That's the team number. So Dave, a couple things to reflect on that. Penalty still a problem. We talked about the choppiness, but you put some, you put a balance out. 83 rushing yards, 84 passing yards. Pretty good balance. Another reason why you go with what got you that 26 lead. And that's exactly right. You, if you're going to be really successful as a football team, I truly believe you have to have a balanced attack. That, that's all there is to it. If you are too much past, you're not going to be able to run well. You're not going to be able to defend the run well, and vice versa. Uh, I, I like the idea that we got 167 yards in the first half. I would really like to see what the yards would be would have been had we not had all those penalties. And see if that's something corrected here in the second half. Look at individual numbers. Balistrini, quarterback for the Braves, 3 for 7, just 33 yards. Minier, 1 for 1 for 20 yards for the Shigalemi Braves. He had the the, the uh, halfback pass to start this game, and he completed that for 20 yards. So uh, the receivers... Brubaker, two catches for 30 yards. Marshall has one for 16 yards. Semko, one for seven yards. Uh, in the rushing department, Sturr, six carries, 43 yards, and a touchdown for the Shikolemi Braves. Nettles, four carries for just 10 yards. Balistrini, five carries, just four yards, and he has the fumble. For the Seals Grove Seals in the uh, individual numbers, first from the rushing department, shown seven carries, 53 yards, two touchdowns. Nyland, two carries, 23 yards. Allman, one carry for four, and Danny Shock, three carries for just three yards. Danny Shock passing seven for 13, 84 yards, and a touchdown. His main target tonight, Nyland, four catches, 65 yards, and a touchdown. Metzger, Kantz, and Schoen all have one catch apiece. And with those four catches for Nyland, puts him up double figures for the season with 11 catches, and now he has over 135 yards on the season in the uh, receiving department for for uh, Josh Nyland, the senior receiver, and he talked about it, and Derek talked about it too. You knew the focus. Soon as you left the game against Southern, you had to turn your attention to this game here tonight, and I love the fact that you get your playmaker, Josh Nyland, involved. First with some end around, some some sweeps, some speed sweep type stuff. Get his blood flowing, get him into the game, 
and let them loose, and boy, they did at the end of the game there. Yeah, that's a good point, Pat. And the fact that we threw a couple of balls takes the pressure off the run game, and it takes the pressure off that offensive line. It gives them some confidence because their pass blocking has been a problem so far this year, but it's it's gotten better. It's not perfect, but it's gotten better. And I, I just think that Josh Josh Nyland is is the guy that can lead this group. He is he's been around a long time. He's the guy that makes those plays. He's the guy. He's the confidence factor with the rest of his team. That's huge. We wrap up halftime here from Shikalemi Stadium. Get ready for the second half. Again, Seals Grove leading 26. And a big thing to mention here, Dave, Seals Grove gets the second half kickoff because the Braves started with it. So leading 26, all that momentum. So you go in halftime and you get to talk about everything you're going to do offensively. Boy, you put another one on the board with a team struggling points-wise, averaging eight points a game. Boy, you can really start to feel you're putting a foot on the throttle and putting this one away. Absolutely. This is this is big. This this drive, uh, the opening kickoff, this drive is, is going to be huge uh, in terms of uh, uh, the Seals and how they feel about uh, the progress they've made so far. I, I like it. I like it. I think we're in a great spot. But right now, we've got to prove that we're for real, and we've got to put on another good drive. Dave, we always feel like we have a lot of listeners. I can't prove that to you. I don't know where they are, but we think that we have a lot of listeners, a lot of people involved in our Facebook page, and someone that comes up a lot, Linda Harold. Yeah. You know what she said on Facebook? She said, thank you for continuing to show the excitement in the game last week under some very di- a very uh, tough situation. And the 76 nothing loss to Southern, she said, thanks for keeping the enthusiasm and enjoyment in the game. And that's a big compliment, especially oh, coming from Linda. So we appreciate that, her yeah. checking out the Facebook page and making mention of something that we pride ourselves on as broadcasters, that we don't let our guard down. We continue to broadcast uh, in an excitable way. There's kids out there playing under Friday Night Lights. Parents are listening. And grandparents are listening. They want to hear their name, and they want to hear it in a positive sense. That's right. And Linda Harold's a great person, and what a, what a nice thing to say. Well, we appreciate that. Another guy always listening from Central Florida is John Bodinger. He says he's always listening from down in Central Florida. Big listeners. He was so happy to hear you're going to join the broadcast. We know he's listening. He went through the storm. I think he said everything was okay, so we're glad to hear that. But big listener from John as well, and we appreciate him listening all the way. From Central Florida. John Bodiger is a good man. So we good appreciate man. him listening. Like yes, I sir. said, if you're listening, hey, send us a little shout here and see if we can't get your name mentioned here on the air on Eagle 107, Eagle107.com. As the Shikalimi Braves will have to kick this one off to start the third period to the Seals Grove Seals. The man of that end of that first half, Josh Nyland, staying at his own 10 yard line with the speedster Dean Hollenbach. Love to see them get an opportunity here. Second half is underway. It's going to go to Hollenbach at the 11. Up the right numbers. And he's going to run into a defender, a a, uh, coverage guy there, and really get stopped there. But he was trying to bull his ways for extra yards, as he does, as he's able to take it beyond the 30-yard line to the 31. Given Seals Grove great field position, they lead 26. Just underway here in the second half, Seals Grove would get the ball first to start the second half. I love Dean Hollenbach. He he refused to go out of bounds and refused to leave his feet on that kickoff return. And he, he, I think he took on the whole cover team from Shikalimi. They got there, but he was able to use that muscle. We talk about his speed, but, boy, and we saw it in the Altoona scrimmage. He came around the oh, edge yeah. one time and ran over a defender. So we know that Dean Hollenbach has that capabilities. He's a tough kid. I, I really like him. I formation, Dave, to your pleasure. Yep. As Danny Shock's under center, Nyland going in motion. Long count by Shock. Turn. Fakes it to show. Got Almond wide open. Nope. Got Metzger beyond the defense. He makes the catch in midfield. Up the sideline to 30. The 20, 15, 10, 5. Touchdown, Seals Grove Seals. That was a beautiful play. 
They ran a, uh, out of the I formation, they ran a counter action in the backfield. Danny Shock faked to the fullback, then the halfback, and our tight end, Wyatt Mesker, just broke free straight down the field uh, uh, completely by himself. Great call by the coaches. Danny Shock threw a perfect ball. Nice job. Great looking play. Good call, coaches. And Wyatt Metzger able to make the catch. It, they load the load the uh, defensive line, thinking they were going to go with what worked at the end of that game there. But it's Metzger getting his second touchdown of the season from Danny Shock. The extra point up and good. So Sealers Grove picks up where they left off in that first half as they're able to increase their lead to 27-6 over the Shikalimi Braves on a one-play drive covering 69 yards. Danny Schock gets his fourth touchdown pass of the season to Metzger. That's wide Metzger as he gets his second touchdown reception of the season. And Seals Grove's extra point good. They lead 27-6. That's the Seals Grove forward drive summary. So run the ball, Dave. That's exactly what we asked them to do. Uh, we really wanted them to run the ball, Pat. <laughs> yeah. We are really good. <laughs> We're on top of it. <laughs> and, boy, they go with a 69-yard touchdown pass from Schock to wide open Metzger. And they had Allman come out of the backfield. So the linebacker looked like he cheated up to take Ryan Allman. It looked like he was going to do it, and uh, Metzger got beyond the defense. That was just, it was a beautiful play, well-designed. And I'm going to be honest with you, I love Wyatt Metzger. I just think he's a tough kid, man. I, You know, when that ball went out there, you just knew he was going to catch it because he's just a confident kid. He's a catcher on the 2019 state championship baseball team. And, boy, he had a – Chance to catch that one as he did behind the plate all season long for the Seals Grove Seals. He turned it upfield, not a man in sight, took it down the left sideline, increased the Seals Grove lead to 27-6 as Rule will kick this one away. Good kick. Going to go to Nettles at the 7. He's got good speed coming to the hash mark. Still going, going through white jerseys, bounces off a defender and finally take it down. And that is Meckley once again as he leads the team in tackle from the special teams coverage as Nettles able to get a good return, 20-plus yards on that return that time by Nettles to get it to the 31-yard line. First down and 10 for the Braves as they see themselves trailing 27-6. to And, Dave, we're always looking for candidates to the backbreaker play of the game. A candidate right now, Shock to Metzger to increase the lead. is the Smoke Dam Health Center backbreaker play of the game. It's going to take a big play to beat that one. Now it's the defense that's want to get dialed up here. First down and 10 for the Braves. Balestrini drops back. Looking for a man. He's got a man out there. Ball's knocked away by Nyland, or is that Hoover? No, that's Nyland coming up with a big play. What it looked like Long was going to make the catch. It was a beautifully thrown pass by Balestrini, but better play defensively by Nyland. Seals were in a cover three there, so we had three deep. Nyland dropped back. He stayed deeper than that receiver. Receiver is hard off the line trying to beat him deep, but Nyland would not let him get behind him. Nyland actually had to react back up to that ball when it was thrown. That was a, a whale of a play by Nyland. Now it brings up a second down and 10, putting the ball at the 31-yard line. This is where this possession started for the Braves, trailing 27-6 with 11.25 to go. They're going to go with a tight formation here. The lone wide receiver will be Brubaker. He'll be on the left hash. Handoff's going to go to Nettles off the right side. Got some speed upended as he crossed the line of scrimmage. Look like Schaefer on the far side making the stop, and he looks like he's shaking up. He'll get to his feet after making the good play on Nettles. He's all right. Uh, they're going to spell him. It was a good tackle by Schaefer, though. 
Great job. Nettles does have good speed and looks like he gets that full speed very quickly. So you do have to get to him, and uh, he did on that play. Short gain of a yard. Third down already for the Shiklamy Braves at their own 32-yard line. Yep, third and nine. So this is a big down. Seals Grove leading 27-6. Clock running 10-40 to go here in the third period. Trips to the left for the Braves. Shotgun for Balistrini. Rolling to his left. Look at Now he's going to take off with it, throw it out of bounds before getting hit by Kissinger or Shone, but it falls incomplete. Teague Hoover on the coverage along with Micaiah Showers, Ryan Almond, and uh, you name it, well defended by the SEAL defense. Now, I'll tell you what, Scott Kissinger did a good job of, of stringing that play out. He just, he ran, he stayed stu- he stayed square to the line of scrimmage, ran that quarterback to the sideline, taking on blockers. That was a great job. Forces a punt by the Braves. The fourth down and nine. Back deep will be... Nylon and Brett Four standing about their 35-yard line. Giddens has had some struggles here, punting the ball away under heavy pressure. This is a decent kick this time. Brett Ford's going to come up, let it bounce. Nylon takes it off the bounce. Drag a defender, and he'll go down quickly. That's Durr on the coverage team that time and able to take Nylon down. But Seals Grove had great field position as they'll have it at their own 38-yard line to start this possession as they're trying to go back-to-back-to-back on the scoreboard as they lead right now 27-6 with 10-19 to go here in the third period. Seals Grove's coming close on those punt returns. It looked like they had a a wall left set that time. Nyland, with the bounce of the ball, he just couldn't get there in time to get to that wall. But I think one of those punts is going to go. They're going to come out and stay in the I formation with wide receivers to each side. Going in motion is Nyland from right to left. Long count by Shock. Turns, fakes it to Schoen. Rolling to his right. Under some pressure. Gets away from one defender. Another defender. Still going. Gets away from a third defender. Up the left sideline goes sophomore quarterback Danny Shock. And he's going to be stopped at the 45-yard line after he was able to get away from three defenders deep in his own backfield and takes it for about a seven-yard pickup. That that was a... a, a it's an sh- unbelievable effort by Danny Schock. But that play, if, if he had been able to throw the ball, he had Wyatt Metzger wide open again. again. He just did not have the time to get that throw. And he was able to make something out of nothing under heavy pressure. Second down and three for the Seals. They have it at their own 45-yard line. Schock turns it, give it to Schoen. Got some blocks, second level. Shakes the defender at the 40 and two. Seals Grove into Brave Territory beyond the 45, down to the 42-yard line. That's a Seals Grove first down. He was a shoelace away from going for a touchdown. That was that was my kind of football. That was I lead right. That was just a fullback leading, tailback following, and that thing almost went for, for a touchdown. 13-yard pickup that time by Schoen as he was able to carry defenders and make it a first down for the Seals. They stay in that I formation. White Mesker on the right side, tight end. This is going to go to Ryan Allman. He takes the defender, and there's going to be a flag thrown. wonder if it's a holding or did it, his face mask get wiped. Nope, they're going to say it's against Seals from the reaction. Let's see what they say here, though, after the Ryan Allman run, trying to get body language here to see who the call is on. That's a hold. 
going to go against Seals Grove. Got different numbers there up front right now for the Seals Grove offensive line. If I'm not mistaken, so 79. That's, of course, Michael Mall, the senior, six foot, 310 pounds in there. And I see Nick Young in there as well. That's a shame. That that was a, that was a trap a trap right they just ran there. Fullback fits in behind the, the, the left guard, pulling to the right and kicking out on the defensive lineman. That. It's a big penalty there, and yeah, it forces bless. the ball back into Seals Grove territory. Seals have it on their 48-yard line. The line to get is the 32 for a first down in Brave territory. First Shock under center. First down here, turns, gives it to Nate Schoen. Trying to pop it to the outside. Shaking one defender, and the ball comes loose. Ball's a scramble for it. It's on the ground. Looks like a white helmet might have it there, and he does. Nate Schoen carrying it loosely, got knocked out of his hand. And it looks like Trey Bainey, the center, was able to squeeze in there and save the possession there for the Sealens Grove Seals. That was a stretch right, that play. And it was it was really blocked well. I think that Nate cut up a little too soon. If he had forced the edge on that, he was getting a downhill slope there. The, the, the Seals line had that uh, had the the right side of uh, the defense the defensive line of the Shikolimi driven off the ball. Well, sets up a second down and 14 for the Seals. 7.45 to go into third. 27-6 lead for the Seals. Eye formation for Shock. Drops back. Lots of time. Look it. He's got a man out there. It's caught by Nyland. There's a flag back in the backfield. When Nyland makes the catch, he gets it to the 29-yard line. But hold everything. And it's going to be a holding against the Seals Grove Seals. Seals had four penalties in that first half for 27 yards. And they're added to it here in the second half. Bring back the beautiful throw from Shock to Nyland on the holding call. Wow, that, that's a huge penalty right now. That's a shame. And he got rid of it pretty quickly, did Shock. And, of course, Nyland again made a, a big adjustment on it, made the catch. Was going to give Seals Grove a first down, down to the 29-yard line. But all for naught is it's going to be walked back again in Seals Grove territory, back to the 43-yard line. 7.29 to go here in the third period. When we get a moment here, we'll definitely send it back to Sean. Get updated scores on Aubrey Alexander out-of-town scoreboard here. Seals Grove leading 27-6. It's second and 28 right now. Something strange up front once again. Oh, my goodness. Now both teams pointing at each other here. Nick Young pointing, Trey Bainey. And see the officials going to call here. False start. Walking back again. How do you survive this? I mean, how do you survive as a coach watching what you had, all those momentum, things are happening. They're screaming at each other up front. There's a lot of screaming going on. Metzger's talking to the head official there, but, uh, you know, there's a, there's an element of lost focus here. you got to regather. Yeah, you do. It, I, I'm, I'm, this is tough, man. This is not good. Uh, we, we've got to straighten this stuff up. We're at second and 33 right now. Now, this is, once again, we're, we're losing momentum. We've got to be able to keep our foot on the gas pedal, keep keep taking it to Shiklemi. And you can't get it all in one play, you would think. Third, or excuse me, back at the 33-yard line. This is going to go to Hollenbach, trying to get to the edge. He does. He's showing his speed. Up the left sideline, got a good block out in front of him. He's going to take it just sort of midfield. Looks like the market about the 48 yard line so speed run that time by hollenbach able to get some of that back but it's going to set up a third down and long again the line to get it's all the way back to the seals grove 32 yard line to pick up the first down that was good old-fashioned toss left. sorry i'm sorry that's okay 
good old-fashioned toss left. That was a great job by Dean Hollenbach. I thought he was going to get all 33 there for a second, but <laughs> he, uh, it's, he well, we're left with about the third and 18. He gets it to the 48-yard line on that run. Twins to each side. Danny Schock drops back. He's got some time. Look it. He's got to go deep. Look it for Metzger over his head, and it falls incomplete, and it'll be a fourth down, and the punt team is going to jog out onto the field. Need a good punt. We've got to punt deep, and then the defense has to come out and go three and out. We've got to get this momentum back. Strange game it is. It is. Well, it's just a, it's a very heavily penalized game, that's for sure. So Metzger will... Do what he's done all season and done well here. You're hoping get a good punt, trying to change the field position and pin the Braves deeper in their territory. His last punt was a good one. Gets a good snap, goes with the rugby style, gets rid of it. It's a good punt. Going to go away from Brubaker, and it's going to get a good bounce again at the 15 and spot it down to the 14-yard line. So once again, Metzer comes up big. It's one thing when you, if you just specialize in punting. But he was an intended receiver on that last one. He's got the long touchdown catch of 69 yards. Then he has to gather himself and walk out there and punt the ball away. Heck of a job. And he plays defense, too. Yep. Heck of a job. He doesn't come off the field. You worry about whether or not his leg's going to get tired. I don't think he would allow that. You know, he's, he's a tough kid. He's shown up as being the MVP as he's been able to punt these balls and pin in the opponent deep in their territories. He does here to put the ball at the 14-yard line, and that's where... The Chickalemi Braves will take over first down and 10. Trailing 27-6 with 6.34 to go in the third period. Makai Showers showing blitz. He comes. Durr gets the call. Makai Showers gets there, takes them down quickly. Short pickup, second down, eight, maybe seven for the Braves. As they're trying to do something here offensively, they see themselves trailing by 21 points. That was just a fullback belly right. That was traditional wing tee, Bill Purnell type of football there. So a second down and Dick long. Purnell, I'm sorry. Mount Carmel leading Jersey Shore 27-6. Loyal Sock up on Bloomsburg 28-7. Central Columbia all over Hughesville 35-0. Midwest being Shenandoah Valley 34-0. That's our updated scores brought to you by Aubrey Alexander Toyota, bringing our out-of-town scoreboard. Meteor goes in motion. Blitz being shown by the Seals. They come. They give it to the lone back in the backfield. Dancing his way in the backfield. Go down. Loss on the play. Nate Schoen comes through. Helps out there. A lot of white shirts involved. And Seals Grove defense coming up big on this possession here. Yeah, Shiklimi has come out of that four-wide situation now, and they're just running the tight formations, the regular wing tee formations. They put their wing in motion and just tried to run it up the gut there. There was no room at the end, though. The Seals defensive line dominated the line of scrimmage that play. So big third down play here for the Seals. 27-6 lead, 5-15 to go here in the third. A lot of motion, pre-snap motion here for the Braves. Balestrini is going to give it to Minier. He's going to give it to Brubaker. Who's going to look for Balestrini beyond the defense? And it's over his head. Falls incomplete. They had him. That was a beautifully play, beautiful call there, but unable to execute as Balestrini had run beyond the defense. Yeah, they ran a reverse. A reverse. They handed it to one back who handed it to the other back coming back, and he threw it downfield to Balestrini, but he overthrew him by a pretty, pretty good margin. He was open. It's going to bring up a fourth down, and Giddens will have to kick this sort of away and give a lot of credit to Balestrini. He's coming off the sideline here and talk about a guy having to play both ways. Uh, he's toughing it out here on the sidelines, and, boy, he would have loved to have been underneath that one. He might have been able to take it to the house. Unable to, falls incomplete. 
And a punny situation here. Personnel issue. Getting late guy onto the field for the Shikolimi Braves. They're going to have to call timeout here. Timeout on the field. 27-6 lead for the Sealands Grove Seals. Seals Grove coming into tonight only totaling 126 yards per game. 64 on the ground and 62 in the air. They've impressed us in both those departments here tonight. They only had two rushing touchdowns and two passing touchdowns on the season and only averaging 9.3 points per game were the Seals Grove Seals. Maybe not the prettiest display so far in that first half and moving a lot of things still to work on, but you got to take a 27-6 lead at this point as you're trying to move forward. Hey, yeah, when I look at that scoreboard and I see 27-6, that's not just pretty. That's beautiful to me. The W is, is huge for these guys. We've got to maintain this lead. We've got to get this uh, We've got to get this win. We don't want Schick to get any momentum. We want to just keep pressuring these guys. I call it the thump. I like to see them thump. They need to thump them, and they need to play a complete game. Seals Grove needs to play a complete game. How about a punt return here by either Four or Nyland just to add That's in the coming. special team side? That's coming. You said it's been close. As Gideons will kick this away, we'll go to Nyland. He'll catch it on the right half, trying to get is. to the left side. Machado lays a big block, trying to get to that wall. He goes underneath the defender, still going up the left sideline, cuts it back in between the hash, down to the 10-yard line, goes Nyland as Oscar Machar was a part of that first block on Durr to set that up as Nyland ran behind four and takes it all the way to the Chickalemi Brave 10-yard line. The seal set the wall to the bench again, wall, wall left. It was a great, well-done punt return. Great job. 36-yard run return that time by Nyland. We've been talking about it. The only thing would have been a little better than that if it would have been a 46-yard return because that means it would have walked into the end zone. But a good return by Nyland. Set Seals Grove up in great field position. 4.47 to go here in the third period. Seals Grove leading 27-6. Looking to add to it. Power eye behind Danny Schock. Danny Fork, or Four goes in motion from right to left. Pitch it out to Dean Hollenbach. Trying to get to the edge of block by Omit. Goes underneath the defender. Gets inside the five down to the four-yard line. Goes Dean Hollenbach. Well done. Well done play. Uh, Ahmed just about got the block that sprung him for a touchdown. It was close. Dean ran that well, though. And Seals Grove trying to add to their 27-6 lead over the Shikolemi Braves. And they're in great field position here to try to do just that. 4-13 to go here in the third period. Inside the five-yard line. Give it to Schoen. Schoen bouncing it to the outside. Goal line, there will be a flag on the play. Beautiful looking stretch right. Schoen just walked. He could have walked into that end zone. Um, Ryan Ahmet had a nice block up front. He was he led on that. Flag so that, came will, out. that will bring back the play there. That would have been Schoen's third touchdown of the night, but it is a holding call. They'll have to walk that off. So Seals Grove is going to have to overcome this penalty here as the ball will be set all the way outside the 15. So now it's going to be a second down goal to go from the 15 with 4.04. They are in rule range if they need that. But we're looking for a touchdown as we continue to. Our theme right now is called thump. The touchdown's part of the thump. Get the win. Get the win. Keep Learn to keep the pressure on a team and keep them down when you have them down. High formation behind shot. Give it to Schoen again. Same play. Under defender. Shakes off a guy at the 11. It's going to walk out of bounds at about the 9-yard line. He was 
dragging a defender. That was Zach Kemberling, the tackle for the Chickalemi Braves, but Shones able to take it inside the 10 to the 9. It'll be a third down goal to go from the 9. Is that Nick Young out there with a club on his hand? Yes, it is. Nick Young just had a whale of a block. He took his guy 10 yards back off the ball, and he has he must have some sort of an ailment with his hand. He's got a big club on his hand. He has a broken hand is what the report was, and he goes off to the sidelines on this one. As I see, Maul has checked into the game for the Seals, Grove Seals number 79. He and comes in to play that right guard position. we got the freshman at left guard. That's Steve, Steve Miller. Miller. we got a timeout. They're asking to reset the play clock. 3.55 to go here in the third. Seals Grove coming to Chickalimi, needing a must-win to even their record to 2-2, two and, two, and they're doing everything they need to at this point, leading 27-6. After back-to-back-to-back touchdowns, two of those in the to end the first half, they'd score with 2.26 to go in the first half and came back with just 11 seconds to go. One of the biggest catches you'll ever see is Nyland tipped it to himself and got the touchdown. Nyland's getting a call here. Nope, that was the Brett four from Danny Schock, but that's going to fall incomplete. And now they're going to bring out Rule as he'll attempt the field goal here to try to push the lead to 30-6. to six. Are doing that. We got uh, people listening, of course, as we said, and uh, Carrie Beagle, appreciate you listening. Corey Noggle, John Holbert, listening as well. He asked me what the score was, so I passed it along to him. So we appreciate people listening and checking us out on our Facebook page. Corey Noggle's a tough old seal. <laughs> He's enjoying what's happening here and see if he can get this Corey's field goal here. A, Corey's a great guy. The kick is up and splits the upright and is good. 27-yard field goal that time by Rule. by Kyle Rule off the Brett Four hole to check the actual spot there to see if that's what it was. Of course, we'll get that from our stat man. As I looked up, the kick was already being uh, kicked and sailed through, so I didn't get the spot on that. But anyways, it's a good field goal by Kyle Rule. He gets his third of the season. Excuse me. As Kyle Rule has been very good from the PAT chores and the field goal chores, and he uh, did miss one early on, but bounced back there and was able to kick this one through. So Kyle Rule was able to kick the 26-yard field goal for the Seals Grove Seals to push the lead out to 30 to nothing, or 30 to six for the Seals Grove Seals. And again, now you want the defense to come out, continue what you've been doing, hold the Chickalimbi team down, get it back on offense. Let's work on more some more things and continue to run the ball, build momentum up for the second half of the season. Kyle Rule will kick this one away. That touchdown comes with 3.46 to go here in the third period. Again, Seals Grove pushing the lead out to 30-6 to six after that field goal by Kyle Rule. Return man Nettles up the right sideline, bounce out of bounds, kissing your in on the stop there. Trying to see who the other guy is, the white shirt over there, but it's a good stop, good coverage by the kickoff team as Chickalemi Braves will start at their own 25-yard line. So that field goal by Rule, 26-yard field goal, completed a four-play drive, just going one yard. Took one minute and one second to go that one yard. And again, finished off by Kyle Rule's 26-yard field goal. Pushed Seals Grove lead to 30-6. to That's the Seals Grove forward drive summary. Kyle Rule's been very good for the Seals from the kicking chores. 
lot of great kickers come through the year. Kyle Rule pick it up right there. Blitz coming by Ryan Almit. He steps away. Kick pit, quick pitch this time. Falls on the turf. Scramble. Well, did a white shirt get on it? They did. As the pitch was going to long, did not get to him. Jumping on the ball, Trey Bainey. Seals Grove gets the turnover. Seals were quick to the ball that place. Seals, or, uh, Schick, let me try to run the ball outside to the left. They mishandled it. Went to the turf, and they were, and the, the running back was swamped by white shirts. Seals Grove in business here. They already lead 30-6, to six, trying to add to it here with 3.34 to go here in the third period. Mike Malls in at right guard. Vance Metzger, the right tackle there. Vance is doing a great job tonight. See him continue to get the work here from that right tackle position. Mm-hmm. Miller in, playing that left guard once again. The, the freshman, the fabulous freshman. As Danny Schock will walk up under center. Looking over the defense. Turns, fakes it to show, rolling to Metzger, wide open again. He makes the catch at the two, walks into the end zone, touchdown, Seals Grove Seals. Same play. Counteraction in the backfield, and they just ran Metzger on a corner, and that was great. Good job, wide open. Metzger making the catch, able to turn up field and walk into the end zone. Crease the Seals Grove lead to 36-6 with 3.28 to go here. So back-to-back scores in less than 20 seconds for the Seals Grove Seals. The Seals are really selling that run action in the backfield, and that is and that is just allowing Metzger to get completely free into the into the secondary of Chickalimi. And you talked about how they were able to establish that at the end of that first half as Kyle Rule kicks one up and through off the Brett Four hold, increases the lead to 37 to nothing over. The Shikalemi Braves. That's what's going on here. Sean, what do you got going on back at the studio with other scores going on around the valley? All right, Pat, thanks very much. Aubrey Alexander Toyota out of town scoreboard. After three quarters, Lewisburg shutting out Milton in the Tomato Bowl 41 to nothing. Also in the fourth, Mount Carmel up 34 6 over Jersey Shore. Third quarter, Central Columbia 43, Hughesville 7. In the fourth, Midwest shutting out Shenandoah Valley 41 to nothing. Danville now cruising past Mifflinburg 35 13 in the fourth. Also in the fourth, Southern Columbia shutting out Shemokin 62 0 in South Williamsport 34 Muncie 7. Montoursville is up 21 7 over Warrior Run in the fourth. Scores updated all night long at Eagle107.com. Back to Pat and Dave. Thank you, Sean. Appreciate giving us updated scores going on around the Valley. I want to remind you, Sunday night football features the Eagles and the Falcons from Atlanta at 7.30. Monday night football on WKOK has the Browns visiting the Jets at 7.30. Primetime NFL on WKOK. That's Kyle Rule will kick this away following the Metzger touchdown. His second of the night, third on the season. And now Danny Schock, fifth touchdown pass of the season. Let's go to Martin at the 15. So quickness, turn, spin, tackled as he'll take it close to the 30-yard line. And that's number 41, Aaron Rothamal, on the stop that time on the coverage for the Seals. Grove Seals doing a nice job. That was a solid tackle by Aaron Rothamal. He's only a, a, a sophomore, 5'8", 170 pounds, solid tackle. Good coverage that time. And mm-hmm. Metzger's 20-yard touchdown reception completed one play, 20 yards, took about five seconds, extra point good, 37-6 lead for the Seals. Grove Seals. That's the Seals Grove Ford drive summary for Metzger. Three catches on the night, 114 yards, two touchdowns. Nice fantasy numbers for 
Why, Bisker? Pretty darn good average. Mangos in motion is Minier. Balestrini, quick pitch this time. Goes to Long. Getting to the edge. Got some good speaking out there. Teague Hoover comes up and finishes the play. Solid open field tackle by Teague. He broke contain that time. Uh, Shikalami was able to seal the outside edge. Contain is, is very, very important for the Seals defense because everything's upfield. And if you don't turn it back in, you don't have a very good angle. It takes for the it rest out. Of the team to get there. And it takes it out to the 38 yard line for the Braves. Second down play here for the Braves. We'll call it a second down and two after the eight yard pickup for the Braves. Trailing 37 to 6. Minier goes in motion again. Turn. Balestrini going to give it to. There's a fumble. Ball's on the turf. Scramble. And Braves will get this one back, and if with the scramble, they're able to pick up a first down as they take the ball beyond the 40-yard line to the 41. Coming into tonight, the Braves had fumbled 13 times. They only lost it three, but fumbles wasted down. This benefited them. They ended up picking up the first down, but it's still a fumble by the Braves that they were able to regain possession. Yeah, that it's, it's unusual when you benefit from a fumble, but, you know, it's one of those things. But... So they do pick up the first down. First down and 10. They have it up their own 41-yard line. Officer Machara showing blitz. Got some jumping. They shown. And Nick Young. Some jumping going on up there. And it will be what appear would be go against the Seals Grove Seals. And it will. They got the Seals with a hard count. Uh, two or three guys jumped off sides. They got to keep their eye on that ball. They can't move. So it takes it beyond the 45 to the 46-yard line after the five-yard walk-off. So it's going to be first down and five for the Shikalimi Braves, trailing 37-6, to six, under two minutes to go here in the third. Tight formation, one wide receiver split to the left. Balistri under center, gives it to Nettles down immediately. Trey Beatty blew it up and got in the backfield. Nettles down, lost on the play of three. It'll be second down and seven. Trey Bainey slanted to the inside and came absolutely clean. The uh, the Shikalimi offensive tackle didn't even get a, a, a pad on him. It, Trey Bainey is a big guy, and he is quick and physical. And he was able to get there using all of that on that play there. Once he got through, running back did not advance it another inch. Good play defensively by Trey Bainey. Tight formation once again. Brew Baker, the lone receiver on the left. Balistrini under center. Blitz coming by Micaiah Showers. Stepping up is Balistrini. Now he's going to take off and run. Intended receiver. That was Marshall with Micaiah Showers on the coverage. Falls incomplete. And it'll bring the ball back to the 43-yard line. And that's where Chicklin and Braze will have it. Third down and eight. 104 to go here in the third. Seals Grove leading. 37 to 6. That's good pass coverage by Makai Showers. That's not an easy thing for a, uh, an inside backer to do. But uh, he was out there in the flat and he did a terrific job of getting his hands on that ball. So it's a third down play here for the Braves. Brubaker is going to go to the right this time. Balestrini under center. Seals Grove showing blitz and then steps away from it. Balestrini rolling to his right. Gets a pressure from Brandon Heil. Balestrini able to get away from him. Still looking. Throws it into a crowd. It's going to hit the turf. Full incomplete. Josh Nyland on the coverage that time. Tended receiver was Brubaker. Hits the turf. Fourth down here for the Shikalimi Braves. So fourth down here for 
The Shikolimi Braves, so dropping back will be Brett Four and Josh Nyland. Seals Grove leading 37-6. Under a minute to go here at 56 seconds here in a third period. Seals Grove almost took the last punt return in for a touchdown as they took it 36 yards as they were able to get to the wall on the left side, see if they look to do it again here. High snap to Giddens, but he gets it away. End over end kick. It's going to bounce and get a beautiful roll for the Sickleman Braves inside the 20, down to the 17-yard line, and that's where Seals Grove will take over first down and 10 at their own 17-yard line, and there's a flag on the play. Trying to see where the flag is. Is there a flag? The officials are chit-chatting, but I don't see yellow on the turf, so not going to be able to make a guess there. So There's, there's a flag down near the Shikolimi sideline. Unsportsmanlike, Unsportsmanlike penalty against Chick-Lenic. the Shikolimi Braves. Saturday night, the Bison are home hosting Villanova with fireworks after the game. Special tailgate <clears throat> show from the new tailgate location at 5 o'clock with Doug Bergson, Kevin Hurt. Kickoff at 6 on Eagle 107, eagle107.com, and on Sunbury Broadcasting Corporation app. Personal foul penalty there. Again, we're always looking for candidates for the Smoking Dam Health Center backbreaker play of the game. That long return by Nyland was a big play there on that last return, but Metzger's second touchdown catch is definitely a candidate for the Smoking Dam Health Center backbreaker play of the game. Yeah, right now Metzger gets my vote. He's got two of them that are yep. candidates, so it's a good chance it'll go yeah. his way. Seals Grove take over first down and 10. They'll have it at their own 32-yard line. 45 seconds to go here in the third period. Danny Schock looking over the defense. I formation behind him. Turn. Give it to Dean Hollenbach. He's got speed. Nettles able to get him and finally take him down as Balestrini came up, lowered his head, and went helmet to helmet with Dean Hollenbach. A scary play that time for both Balestrini and for Hollenbach. And Balestrini comes back to the Shiklemi side of the field of the ball and like a little shaken up there. So scary play there. Not the way you want to tackle with his head lowered. Unfortunate he didn't get injured on the play. And that was a straight ahead lead play for about three yards. Not bad. Second and seven. Have somebody listening, Dave, that's uh, close to your heart. Um, Cindy. Cindy's listening to us, so we appreciate that. Well, you're right. She's close to my heart, all right. She said, I'm listening too, laugh out loud. Well, <laughs> Thank you, Cindy. We appreciate that. And hope you're enjoying the broadcast because uh, we're having a good time now, here. Now, why'd she send that to you when she's married to me? <laughs> she knows I'll announce it. <laughs> <laughs> she knows I don't look at my phone very much. <laughs> That's the end of the third period. As Cindy's listening to us as we go to the fourth, Cindy. So stick around. Seals Grove leading 37-6. to six. This is Seals Grove football presented by Seals Grove Ford here on Eagle 107 and Eagle107.com. I was skipping Seals Grove Ford, the bridge in Seals Grove. Skip, what is going on? It looks like maybe a little junkyard growing here. What is happening? <laughs> well, Sharpie and, and the rest of us here at Seals Grove Ford are at it again. $3,000 minimum trade. That's right. We'll get that junker out of your driveway, out of the backyard. There might even be a tree growing up through it. $3,000. Any in-stock, new, or pre-owned vehicle over $10,000, Scott. Right here at Seals Grove Ford at the bridge in Seals Grove. Offer is 930 in-stock vehicles only. Must have title for trade. Tax and tax section. $3,000 minimum trade. Bound on in-stock vehicles over $10,000. As is vehicles excluded. Eagle 107 is WEGH, Northumberland, Sealands Grove. Your home for Sealands Grove Seals football. Ball goes to Dean Hollenbach crossing the 35-yard line 
as they'll spot them down about the 37-yard line. So third down and five for the Seals, trying to keep this drive alive. Just moved into the fourth quarter. Thank you for listening to Seals football here on Eagle 107, Eagle107.com. Dave S., Pat O'Brien, along with Zach Showers, our stat man, and, of course, Sean Carey, our producer, the best in the biz, making us sound good here from Chickalimby Stadium. And Seals Grove making us sound good as well with their lead, 37-6 over the Chickalimby Braves. I formation. Dean Hollenbach's going to get the call again. Ryan Allman leading the way. He's got room. He's going to get close. Their first down marker goes over a defender. And if they spot him at the 42-yard line, it'll be enough for first down. But can't see on the far side. The officials tell him to move the chain. So Dean Hollenbach shows some patience, jumped over a defender, got the first down. That was just a toss right, basic fundamental play. I liked um, Ryan Ahmed was out in front of that, the fullback. He had a nice block that gave Dean just enough room to get that first down. And I'll tell you what, Ryan Ahmed has put in a night tonight. He's been busy all night long. He's got to be tired. Leading away from his fullback position, but also a linebacker. Does a little bit of everything. The junior fullback linebacker, number 44, Ryan Ahmed. Wide receivers to each side. First down and 10 for the Seals. Almond's going to get the call. Bounces off a tackle into the second level. Spin it away from a defender. And why not? Give it to him. Let him cross into brave territory. Down to the 49-yard line. Nine-yard pickup for Ryan Almond. Right on cue, Dave. And it's second down and nine. Did look tired on that run. Not at all. And and that was a that was a follow-up to that toss to Dean. That was a belly that comes off the toss. The fullback leads the toss. And then you come back, and and the fullback and tailback go take off, both take off like they're running toss, and the fullback plants a foot and gets up inside. And that was a tough run by Ryan Ahmed. Well, it's a second down in one after that carry by the fullback. And brave territory at the 49-yard line. Danny Schock, look at the play clock, down to two, gets the snap, gives it to Ahmed again, nothing there that time. Up to the challenge that time was the Braves up front making the stop. Number 67, Riker, 57 making the stop that time. That was 57, Riker. Well, the stop lost maybe one, so it's going to be a third down play here for the Seals. Leading 37-6 with 9.25 to go in the ballgame. Seals Grove trying to even their... Record here after two back-to-back losses. They opened up the season with a win over Lewisburg, 28-8. Fell to Jersey Shore at Jersey Shore, home to Southern Columbia. Then they come here to Chickalemi Stadium right now, looking to get the win, and they're in command with a 37-6 lead with nine minutes to go in the game, and we're going to get a stoppage in play. Mm-hmm. Timeout. Seals going to take a timeout. It's... The Seals have become very fundamental with their play calling last uh, the last few last few series. That uh, that was going to be another run up the up the middle. That was uh, and it looked like it was there. And they called a timeout. And they blew it dead. I thought it was going to go. Hey, tonight after the game, you want to stick around because we're going to have interviews from down on the field. We'll get the final stats. We'll get to the Smokadam Health Center backbreaker play of the game. Get our final analysis of this ball game, and it's all part of the Service Electric Cable Vision here on Eagle 107, Eagle107.com. So following the timeout, it'll be a third down play here. We'll call it a third down and three with exactly nine minutes to go in the game. 37-6 to six lead for the Seals Grove Seals. They're going to stay with the I formation. Dean Hollenbach is the 
deep back in the eye formation. Danny Schuck turns, going to give it to Hollenbach. He's got speed to get to the edge. He's at the 45, bounce out of bounds at the 40-yard line. No flags on the play, which I need to mention after every play just about. And that's at the 41-yard line. That's enough for a Seelands Grove first down at the Braves 41-yard line. That was a stretch left with outside zone blocking. Again, Dean Hollenbach is very good at finding that downhill angle on the outside on those stretch plays. Good-looking play. Cindy sending love to both of us. Great job, boys. You guys are awesome. How about that? And maybe she means uh, me and Zach. Tell her I'm hungry. <laughs> we'll be home soon. Well, Dave will be home soon. <laughs> <laughs> if, if there's food, I, I might show up, too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, having a good time. As Seals Grove's loud now, they lead. And I see a backup quarterback, Nate Hackenberger, into the game. Oh, yeah. We're getting young guys in there. New running back, too, I believe. Yep, that's Hahn got the carry that yeah. time. Parkowski's in there. Jack Hahn. Yep. yep. I see Nate Allman into the game, number 84. So we'll run down for you. 55's checking the game. It's Checo. Is that how you say it? Seco. Seco. Right. Seco, number 55 into the ballgame. Luke Parkowski's there. I think he's a fullback. He's going to line up in the backfield. Yep. yep. Along with Nate Hackenberger. Nate's mm-hmm. an athlete. See if he doesn't take off here on this play here. Mm-hmm. Looking to get the good snap. They struggled with that last week against Southern Columbia Tigers. It is on the turf. Nate Hagerberg can't come up with it. And finally he's going to fall back on it all the way back to the Chickalemi 45-yard line. They have never won a game. But we talked about this last week. They struggle with that. They struggled even, you know, in the Southern game when it I, – I, I think he's enough athlete. You put it underneath – you know, put it go up underneath center and take the ball and then if he's going to sprint. And sometimes yeah. maybe Nate a little quick on that one. Not necessarily a bad snap. He yeah. just didn't field it correctly. He might not have been expecting it at that time. Russ Hess, he's listening. Russ, yeah, yes. big brother. He said, "Good broadcast, guys." Man, yeah. sending the Hess, the Hess love. Yeah, great. Thank you, Russ. Dave Ritchie says hi, Russ. <laughs> this is going to go to Holland once again, hitting the backfield and just slammed to the turf. Coming through, Simco oh, makes the stop there. Lost on the play all the way back to the Seals Grove forty-yard line. Fourth down as the punny team. Will make their way out onto the field. Is that Metzger will come out and punt this one away? This is, yeah, the punt team. Yep. Jasmine Casey Young Catherman says she's listening as well. We appreciate that. So we do have a couple people listening. We appreciate it. I think my wife, Teresa, might be listening. Well, I'll tell you what, this is Shikalimi, so everybody in Seals Grove should be watching or listening or both. <laughs> Metzger does it again. Good high punt. Forcing Brubaker into a fair catch. All the way back to his 25-yard line. Chickalimi will take over there. Seals Grove leading 37-6. 6.27 to go in the game. New numbers coming out here on the defensive side as well. We'll do our very best to get those names mentioned. I see Fogarty yep. into the game. Meckley will line up at a corner position. Brandon Holland has been playing, but he's in there now. Yep. I'm sorry. That's okay. Aid Allman will line up at a corner on the right side. 70 into the game. That's Aiden Pryor. Prokoski, he stays in the game. 52 in the game as well, and that's Derek Klein. 72 has nice size. He's in the ball game. That's Brady Hoot. He's sophomore, 6'1", 230. Oh, yeah, I like guys named Hoot. They're good football players. Well, he's getting an opportunity here with his team leading 37-6 with 6.27 to go. This is going to go to the deep man, Martin, and he's got speed. He's going to cross the 40 to the 41-yard line. I want to make sure I'm getting that name right as he got the call there. 
is at number 33 on the carry, Martin. Martin Sean Mich- Martin. Sean Martin. Yep. Just a freshman. He's getting some time here. Smaller guy, but goes using his quickness to pick up a first down for the Braves outside the 42-yard line. Fast. So first down and 10. Corey Noggle says finish them off in that fourth quarter. Finish them off. Two exclamation points. That's Dave. exactly what you should expect out of Corey Noggle. He finished a lot of things off in football. We have a JV game going on right now. We have backup quarterback in there as well for the Shikalemi Braves. That's number 12, Braden Wortman. He took the snap, fumbled the snap. Sophomore, 5'11", 160 pounds, lost on the play. He will walk it back inside the 40. So it's going to be a second down and long for the Shikalemi Braves. Clock running at 5.30 to go in the ballgame. Seals Grove is going to get a win here. Next week, they'll travel to take on the, the Berwick Bulldogs. Rolling to the right is Workman under heavy pressure, and he's going to go down. Two guys in there, Brandon Heil and also number 72 had, we had Brady just Hoop. mentioned. Got Brady in there, Hoop. took him down. Yep. Great play. They tried to run a, 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 a waggle pass on that. They had play action in the backfield. They tried to boot out to their right side, and... Our guys hunted him down. Brandon Heil is fast. Ken Schaefer checking in as well. Great job to you all, to you all tonight. Great to hear the Seals doing, doing their thing. So Ken Schaefer, appreciate you listening. Third down and forever for the Shikalemi Braves. 4:40 to go in the ball game. Fumble snap once again. It's on the turf. There's the scramble. Looks like if the Braves will retain possession here. But it is going to force a fourth down play here. Again, stick around after this one. Dave is going to make his way down on the field to get a word in with Coach Derek Hicks. Also, he's going to check in with Josh Nyland as well. He had a big game tonight. Also, Wyatt Metzger, he should grab him as well. Maybe two guys tonight, Dave. Wyatt Metzger had big plays, big numbers. Josh Nyland had that big touchdown at the end of the first half. Really a momentum boost. Well, let's see if we can't get Metzger and Josh Nyland for a quick word with Coach Dave Hess during our Surface Electric Camp Vision post-game show. So the ball gets turned over on downs. Is that what that was there? So now Seals Grove had her first down in 10. Nate Hackenberger. Was it a fumble recover? I'm not sure. I thought it was. But either way, Seals Grove has the ball here, and it's going to be a timeout taken by the Seals Grove Seals get a chance to get some some more updated scores sean can we send it back to you to do that very thing you got it pat and dave thanks so much aubrey alexander toyota out of town scoreboard final score in the tomato bowl tonight on 100.9 the valley lewisburg over milton 41 to 6 in the fourth quarter in the silver bowl mount carmel 34 jersey shore 18 early fourth quarter loyal sock 42 bloomsburg 14 Early fourth quarter, Central Columbia 43, Hughesville 7. Also in the fourth, Midwest 48, Shenandoah Valley 6. Danville defeated Mifflinburg tonight. That's a final 35-19. Southern Columbia shutout, Shemokin 62-0. Also final scores, Mentorsville 28, Warrior Run 7. Upper Dauphin 36, Newport 20. And Berwick shutout, Wyoming Valley West 42-0. Scoreboard updates all night long at Eagle107.com. Back to Pat and Dave. Debbie Hicks checking in. We're at the cabin enjoying the broadcast. You guys are doing a great job. Dave, she's talking directly to you. Thanks, Debbie. Uh, Debbie's a great person. Listening in and uh, enjoying the broadcast. Yep. She's one of the old D-Day girls from <laughs> Steelers Grove. Yep. 
Hahn gets the carry from Hackenberger off the right side. He'll pick up about three. It'll be second down and long for the Seals Grove Seals. Seals Grove leading 37-6. Coming up on four minutes to go in this one. As Seals Grove will even the record to two and two. Get ready to take this one on the road. And I got a confirmation. Teresa's listening. Thanks, honey. Back there listening at home, and Murphy's going to come home with me, so I might as well talk to my wife as she's listening. We'll use the uh, airways to have a little conversation. Murphy's going to come home with us this evening after this victory by the Seals Grove Seals. Han gets the call again, spins, falls. Good stop that time. Number 34 on the stop for the Shickler and Brave. That's Geyser. Alex Geyser making the stop. Good size. Defender for the Shikolimi Braves. Ball sits at the 20-yard line. Third down. He'll call it about six for the Seals, trying to keep this drive alive. Seals are saying the Seals are staying very basic. That was a, a straight-ahead lead left. Good old fundamental football. I'd like to see him get a first down here. <laughs> see if they do that here with Hackenberger. See if we get a good snap to start yeah. this play here. Snap is important here. Good snap. He's going to use his athletic ability, try to take to the edge. Looked like a face mask was grabbed there. Are they going to call that? No, they don't. Maybe he just got around the shoulder pad, but look at his head. It swung around. No no debate there. Looks like a horse collar tackle to me, but, you know, what are you going to do? We're way up here. That's how we defend ourselves. Yeah, we're up here. We can't see. We can't see a thing. And I'm old. <laughs> According to your wife, we're cute. Oh, who said that? <laughs> your wife. <laughs> She's cute. Cindy, you're cute. <laughs> Love the fact that our wives are listening and uh, enjoying the broadcast. It's always a, a bonus. Cindy has been through a lot of Seals football in her days. <laughs> God bless her. She's put up a lot for me. The former first lady of Seals Grove football. Yep. Always the first lady in my house. It <laughs> <laughs> goes to Hackenberger off the right side. He's going to be. Short of picking up the first down as he takes it inside the 20-yard line. So that's going to turn the ball back over on downs, back to the Shikolimi Braves. Two minutes, 2.05 to be exact here in the ballgame. Seals Grove up 37-6 on the Shikolimi Braves. Again, you want to stick around. We'll bring you a postgame show, a service electric cable vision postgame show. And then after that, we'll have... You can hear scores and highlights from across the region with Sean Carey and the Sunbury Motor Seals game night right here on Eagle 7 Sunbury Broadcasting Corporation app. Looking forward to hearing the numbers as that shower is pushing that pencil off to my left here. Good numbers for the Seals here tonight. Good bounce back win for the Seals. As handoff goes off to the left, quickly tackled that time. See number 70 in on the stop for the Seals Grove Seal. Also Hahn, number 70, of course, is Pryor. And a host of white shirts in on the stop there. There's something to say about the traditional grass field, though. And this ah, is a yeah. great shape. I it's love a it. Good-looking field. Absolutely. You get no brush burns. And you get some uh, crooked crooked lines, which is always, a, lines, yeah. you know, traditionally a good thing. Oh, they leave some, some some calls to interpretation for the officials and spotting the ball. I mean, that, that's just old-school stuff. It you never had a straight line when you played, did you? None of those lines were straight. Well, no. wait, at home they were because they were done by Bill Moore. Yeah, it's, those lines are always straight. Yeah, but when I played, we lined the field with rocks. <laughs> and you're not talking about the seals. You're talking about actual rocks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Quick run off the right side that time. First down pickup by the Shikolimi Braves. 110 to go in this one. We're going to send Dave down on the field. He's going to have a long walk to get himself all the way around and onto the field. But he's going to catch up with Derek Hicks. And Derek Hicks is going to breathe easy a little bit here tonight. And he's going to enjoy this one. He was a little nervous coming in. 
after the two losses over the last two weeks. But, well, they got things together late in that first half and uh, right now leading 37-6 to with 50 seconds to go in the game. Kevin Gerhardt is in there now, number, number 11. 11. He's got good size, and, and right on cue, he makes the stop. Just made the tackle. Good job, Kevin Gerhardt. And Tyler Dukin also in on the stop, number 22. Let's give number 82 some credit, and unfortunately I don't have 82 here listed, so he made a nice tackle there, 82, way to get involved. Ryan Straub. Yeah, Ryan Straub. Why don't I have an 82? I don't know. All right, we'll have to check on that. Ryan Straub, I'm going to write that Straub. one down. Yep. But he was involved in the stop there, so nice job. Friday night light action mm-hmm. for Ryan Straub, number 82. As I said, Kevin Gerhardt's in there. Meckley to that left corner, 82, as you just mentioned. That's Straub playing that linebacker position. And this is going to go off to the right this time. As the ball carrier is met by Meckley, carrying the ball was number 34, Geyser. But that's going to be the final play of the game. As the Sealers Grove Seals even the record to 2-2 two and two with a convincing win over their rival... The rival, the Shikalemi Braves, 37-37-2-6. Let's take a break. Come back. We'll have the Service Electric Cable Vision postgame show for you. That will include Dave Hess getting down on the field. He'll check in with a couple players and also Derek Hicks. The victory goes to the Sealers Grove Seals, 37-6. This is Sealers Grove football presented by Sealers Grove Ford here on Eagle 107 at Eagle107.com. Here at Murray Motors Chevrolet, we are big enough to serve you, small enough to know your name. From sales, service, parts, and our body shop, Murray Motors Chevrolet brings you a bigger, better selection of cars, trucks, and SUVs, including the area's best certified pre-owned inventory. Our new inventory is expanding to an all-time high. We offer the only lifetime powertrain warranty and price match guarantee on all new Chevrolet models. Murray Motors Chevrolet, located a half mile south of Susquehanna Valley Mall, Seals Grove, or online at murraychevy.com. Powertrain warranty does not include commercial vehicles. Before you travel to the football stadium to cheer on your team, Track Henny Tag, your local PennDOT partner, can make sure your vehicle or tailgating RV is ready to roll. Track Henny Tag Service, Hummel's Wharf, is your convenient one-stop shop for fast and efficient service. Registrations, title work, and transfers, driver's license renewals, and notary services. All of those tasks that can seem overwhelming are taken care of without a long line or appointment. Track Henny Tag Service, the Susquehanna Valley's trusted PennDOT partner for over 40 years. Open Monday through Saturday at Park Road and Pennsylvania Avenue in Hummel's Wharf. State and service fees apply. Please Alexander Ford Route 45 in Lewisburg is the lowest price guaranteed, period. Whether you're looking for a new or used vehicle, you're always going to find the lowest price at Blaze Alexander Ford. Check out all our inventory at blazealexanderford.com. And we have one of the largest selections in the state of Pennsylvania on new Fords and pre-owned vehicles. Don't make a $1,000 mistake. Make the drive to Route 45 in Lewisburg, where you're always going to get the most for your trade and the lowest price guaranteed. Blaze Alexander Ford Route 45 in Lewisburg. Taking the deals the other guys won't. Eagle 107. Seals football presented by Sealands Grove Ford. Tonight from Shikolumi Stadium, the Seals get the win over the Braves 37-6. In just a moment, we'll have our service electric cable vision postgame show as we check scores across the valley tonight. Lewisburg big win in the Tomato Bowl 41-6 at Alumni Field as they defeat the Black Panthers. In the fourth quarter, Mount Carmel leading Jersey Shore 34-18. They're halfway through the fourth. Early fourth quarter, Loyal Sock leads Bloomsburg 42-14. Final score, Central Columbia 43, Hughesville 7. In the fourth, Midwest 48, Shenandoah Valley 6. 
Games that are final, Danville 35, Mifflinburg 19, Southern Columbia shutout, Shemokin 62 nothing. South Williamsport 40, Muncie 13, Montoursville 28, Warrior Run 7, Upper Dauphin over Newport 30-26, and Berwick shutout, Wyoming Valley West 42 to nothing. It's time for the Seals Post Game Show, sponsored by Service Electric Cablevision. Once again, here are Pat O'Brien and Dave Hess. Welcome to the Service Electric Cablevision Post Game Show here. As the Seals Grove Seals gets the win over the Shikalemi Braves 37-6. As they keep possession of the Rally in the Valley Trophy, do the Seals Grove Seals, as they are celebrating that on the far side, lifting it well over their head. So again, congratulations to the Seals Grove Seals as they keep possession of the trophy. Seals Grove Seals win 37-6 over the Shikalemi Braves. The, the Shmokadam Health Center backbreaker play of the game came when Metzger caught a 69-yard touchdown reception. It was the first play to start the second half as Seals Grove would increase their lead to 27-6 at that point. It covered 69 yards. That's the Schmokadam Health Center backbreaker play of the game. Schmokadam Health Center and Workplace Injury Institute offering medical care, chiropractic care, and more. Call 570-743-433 appointment. That's the Schmokadam Health Center backbreaker play. All right, we're on here, the field here with uh, Wyatt Mesker, one of the heroes of the Seals game. Uh, winner of the rally in the valley. Wyatt, you had three touchdowns for 114 yards. Excuse me, three catches for 114 yards and two touchdowns. How do you feel about your performance tonight? I feel great. We played good as a team, and just everyone did their part. So, yeah, I love it. And uh, you, I'll tell you what, it's, you're you're in a great place uh, to get to uh, to to continue your season. Get after Berwick next week. Any thoughts on uh, on this week coming? Um, it's going to be a tough game, but if we play our best, I feel like we have a chance to win. Every game from now on. I got to tell you why you're one of my favorite players. You are one tough dude, man. I appreciate everything you do. Thank you, sir. You have a good night and celebrate your win, all right? Thank you. You too. Yep. Josh Nyland, another one. Uh, four catches for 65 yards and a touchdown tonight. Uh, what's, this, what's this win tonight mean to you, buddy? It really helps us with getting back on track with after our two losses against two uh, tough teams. And hopefully we'll see Jersey Shore back in the district championship and just move on and take one game at a time from there. Good for you, buddy. Hey, congratulations. A great job. Uh, you're one of my heroes, pal. Anything else? Nope, that's pretty much it. But shout out to the line. They played, they played great. Our defense did pretty good for the most part. I mean, there's still stuff we have to work on, but that's what practice is for, and we will get better every week. Great job, Josh. Congratulations. Coach Hicks, you got one back in a W column just at the right time, for, in, uh, just in time for Shikalini. Great job. What do you have to say about your team, Coach? You know, I, I had to laugh at Nyland there. I think I got them conditioned. Uh, you know, we got some things we can improve on, he says. So, uh, you know, uh, great job out of the guys. You know, we gave, gave up a drive early. And, uh, you know, credit to them. They, they kept their heads up. And uh, we got the offense going. The line played well. And, uh, you know, Mike Ferraro used some different formations, spread things out a little bit. And, uh, you know, when they tried to pack the box, Danny took advantage of it and uh, did a great job passing the ball. Uh, and then when they when they would spread out to defend the pass, that's when uh, Nate Schoen, Amit, and Dean were able to uh, to get their yards. So 
great job out of the offense. Mike called a great game, and the kids executed the great, the game plan perfectly. I noticed in the first half you were using some trips, and, and Josh and Island was wide open on the inside. Is that something that you guys saw on film that you prepared for? Yeah, we did, and uh, early on they, they were defending a little bit differently, and right before the half, uh, you know, we could see they were back to that, and uh, Chip Mall up in the booth said, you know, hey, they, the way they're aligned, they, they can't cover Nylon right now. And uh, I flipped over, radioed that to Mike, and then, uh, you know, he had a nice catch, and then the second one, second consecutive for the touchdown. So, uh, you know, the guys upstairs saw the change in alignment, and, uh, you know, Danny was able to take advantage of it with Josh. How about the, you know, you, went, you ran the play uh, to Wyatt Metzger. You ran the play action. It looked like a, almost like a counter action in the backfield, and you sprang Wyatt wide open on the play action pass what uh where did that play come from oh uh, you know i mean, it's been in that uh, that's an old Derek pope play from uh, a couple years back that, that that's been carried over and uh you, you know kind of put the corner in no man's land you're either covering deep uh or or you jump the shallow 10 yard route and uh you know the corner chose he jumped the shallow route which left wyatt wide open over the top a couple times and it really looked like the, everybody was biting on the run too that run fake yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, like you said, when you get Nate going, they have to respect that. He's a big, strong kid. Uh, the speed of Dean, and, and they were certainly respecting it, which, uh, you know, Danny Danny had nice play fakes, took advantage of it. I just want to finish with this one question. Where do you, where do you think you are now? Where, how do you like where you are right now in terms of the season? Uh, I feel a lot better now than I did uh, last week at this time. You know, the kids, I told them, we watched the film, I told them they got better. And uh, after last weekend, the the things we did better showed up tonight against Shikolemi. And uh, it's got to be a springboard. We got Berwick next week, which is... uh, you know they're undefeated, ranked up there, and uh, you know, and then, and then from there, it, it's a couple home games: Loyal Sock, Danville, and this has just got to build momentum for us to, uh, you know, hopefully make it to Week 12 again. Thanks, Derek. Great job. All right, thank you. Appreciate Dave from down on the field checking in with Coach Derek Hicks as his Seals get back in the win column to even their record at two and at two. We're going to send it to Sean, get some updated on scores there as we continue with the Service Electric Cable Vision postgame show. Dave will make his way back up on the field. We'll get stats from our stat man, Zach Showers, and we'll get ready and talk about next week's matchup with the Burbank Bulldogs. All that is Service Electric Cable Vision postgame show continues. But right now, updated scores on other games going on around the Valley. All right, Pat, thanks very much. Final score tonight at the Tomato Bowl in Milton at Alumni Field, Lewisburg defeating the Black Panthers 41-6. to Mount Carmel tonight over Jersey Shore in the Silver Bowl, 34-18. to Game that just went final, just outside of Williamsport, a couple of blocks off the Golden Strip. Loyal Sock defeating Bloom, 48-14. Lancers winning tonight, 48-14. Blue Jays, Central Columbia, 43-7, defeating Hughesville Midwest. Big win tonight out in Beaver Springs over Shenandoah Valley, 54-6. Danville 35, Mifflinburg 19, Southern Columbia 62 to nothing. The Garcia brothers accounted for five touchdowns this evening. Julian Fleming with two touchdown receptions. South Williamsport 40, Muncie 13, Montoursville 28, Warrior Run 7. Upper Dauphin over Newport 36 to 20. And Berwick over Wyoming Valley West 42 to nothing. Coming up tomorrow, Kalinowski Valley will take on Columbia Montour Votech. We'll take a quick break during the Service Electric Cable Vision postgame show. We'll return to Shikolemi Stadium, get final thoughts from Pat O'Brien and Dave Hess, and the stats from Zach Showers. Seals tonight get the win. They retain the rally in the Valley Trophy, defeating Shikolemi 37 6. 
Service Electric Cable Vision postgame show continues. This is Seals Football on Eagle 107, presented by Seals Grove Ford. Your exciting new TV experience is here. TiVo from Service Electric Cable Vision is smarter, faster, and easier to use. With live TV, recordings, video on demand, and streaming apps all in a single place. When you're looking for something new, TiVo's recommendations are tailored to you. Voice-powered, personalized results help you find what you want faster. And you can experience the unlimited potential of smart home. The new experience from TiVo is here. Call SECV today or visit secv.com slash TiVo to learn more. As an active person, you might try ignoring a painful injury. But why? Quick treatment can lead to quick recovery. Our team of sports medicine providers at UPMC Susquehanna offer personalized care at each visit. Don't let an injury keep you from the active life you enjoy. Sports medicine at UPMC Susquehanna. Call 570-321-2020. Watto Chiropractic. Spinal decompression therapy can help you recover from disc-related pain, leg pain, mechanical back pain, and sciatica. If you've been injured in a car accident at work, at home, or on the field, call Watto Chiropractic at 570-539-2600. Or visit us on the web at wattochiropractic.com. We'll help you recover naturally. Eagle 107. Welcome back to Service Electric Cable Vision Post Game Show. Pat O'Brien along with Coach S and Zach Showers. And I want to let, uh, we appreciate Lynn Zimmerman listening. She said she's uh, sitting around the fire and listening in her backyard. We appreciate you tuning in to Eagle 107, Eagle107.com and enjoying the win for the Seals Grove Seals over the Chickalumi Braves. They get their 34th win in this series between these two teams with the win here tonight, 37 to 6. Again, the Smoke Dam Health Center backbreaker play of the game, Wyatt Metzger's 69 yard. Touchdown catch to start the second half. He took it in and completed a, a great night for Wyatt Metzger as from his tight end position. Take a look at the numbers. First team numbers for both teams. Seals grow 14 first downs. They end up with 150 yards rushing, 173 through the air. So total offensive output by the Seals Grove Seals at 323 yards. They did have nine penalties, something they still need to work on for the Seals Grove Seals. But they do get the 37 points, a 37-6 to six win. For the Sikki Olympic Braves, nine first down, 79 yards on the ground. 53 through the air for 132 yards. The Sikki Olympic Braves, seven penalties for 55 yards, three fumbles. But, Dave, it's great to see that number well over 300 at 323 and a balance of 150, 173 for rushing, passing, respectively. Oh, yeah, that, that's that's huge. And, and it's, it's very balanced, and it's uh, it shows that uh, we had some productivity tonight, and that was exactly the direction we needed to go. And we great, greatly appreciate checking in with Nylon and with Metzger. Both had big offensive nights. Uh, Metzger continues to do it from the punny-wise. But also Nyland had that big punt return as well to set up that scoring drive when he took it down to the 10-yard line. So those guys playing a big part in this win here tonight. Not only the offensive side, but on the defense and special teams as well. Taking individual numbers, first for Balistrini for the Shikalemi Braves, 3 for 11 for just 33 yards. Uh, Minier had uh, the first pass, one for one for 20 yards on the halfback pass. He completed that for 20 yards. The receiving core, Brubaker, two catches for just three yards. Marshall and Semko both had a catch apiece. 
Rushing department, Durr had seven carries, 46 yards, and a touchdown. Nettles held to just eight yards on six carries. Semco had four carries, but held to just 17 yards. Now looking at the uh, statistical output on the Sealands Grove Seals. It starts in the rushing department. Shown 10 carries, 78 yards, and gets two touchdowns on the night. Hollenbach got involved as well. We like his speed getting to the edge. Six carries, 41 yards. Nyland, two carries, 23 yards. They talked about getting Nyland involved as much as you could, and they did that on some jet sweep stuff, and uh, he was able to really get his adrenaline flowing and get involved, so it was great to see that from Josh Nyland. So when you talk about the rushing game, and you know that's the key, gets things going, and it also puts defense on their heels when you can run successfully. Oh, absolutely. That establishes your pass game as well, and uh, it really does put the defense back on their heels, and it it uh, when you when you can consistently run on a team, it really takes their will away. It, it really, it just it ruins um, it ruins their enthusiasm. It uh, it just throws water on the fire. You know, it's 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 a terrific thing. And we talked about it at halftime. How would you come out in the second half? And you you know we used the word thump. You wanted to come out and thump. And you know, big kudos on that first play call in the second half. A big one, 69 tar- yard touchdown catch by Metzger. Uh, taking a look offensively from the passing department. Again, Danny Schock, 9 for 17, 173 yards, three touchdowns for Danny Schock. So he gets five on the season through the air. His main target tonight was Metzger. Three catches, 114 yards, two touchdowns. But Josh Nyland making one of the best catches you'll see all year long. The the uh, bobble catch in the end zone at the end of that first half. Four catches, 65 yards, a touchdown. Kansas shown both had a catch apiece, but uh, really setting the tone to end that first half. And nobody knows it better on how you set the tone and you wrap up halftime, taking that momentum into the into the halftime speech. Boy, Seals Grove not only did it once with the touchdown with about 220 to go in half, but get the ball back and thumped going into halftime with that great catch by Nyland to uh, get that second touchdown. That was huge. Uh, and it, you know, and when you go into the half and. You just scored a touchdown or two touchdowns like the Seals did. It makes your job as a coach so much easier because everybody's willing. They're, they're into it. They're listening. They're engaged. It, it really makes a difference. You don't have to coach whether or not they're going to have the right attitude for the second half, whether they're going to take, you know, uh, have the right momentum coming in the second half. It's there, and that really paid off tonight. And the thing is, it was happening in a lot of different ways. You talked about it on that shown touchdown run. The offensive line was right on cue, right on point, open up the hole. He tiptoed into the end zone, untouched, and then to come back to get enough time for Danny Shuck to throw that touchdown pass. So you knew a lot of parts were falling into place, and that, that's a great feeling. Yeah, it, it was. And and I was, I'm real happy for the kids. This was a win that they they definitely needed tonight. And it, it was a rival game, and, and it just, it really just, it, they kind of reboot their season, and they're all set. And it allows us to have a little more fun covering high school football compared to what we did the last two prior weeks. It was a lot more fun tonight. I told you it was going to be a lot more fun, and uh, we, we were able to enjoy that one here yep. tonight, Dave. Thanks for joining me. And mm-hmm. thanks for being a part of the Service Electric Cable Vision postgame show. Remember, each week on Eagle 107, you can hear live play-by-play action of Bucknell Bison football with Doug Birdsong, Kevin Hur. Starting with Bison build-up on Eagle 107. Next week, the Seals take on the Berwick Bulldogs at Crispin Field. Catch Seals game day with me, Pat O'Brien, and Dave Hess starting at 6. Derek Hicks pregame show at 6.30, followed by the kickoff at 7 from Berwick High School. So that wraps up Seals postgame show presented by Seals, presented by Service Electric Cable Vision. Again, final score, Seals Grove wins 37-6. 
For Zach Showers, our stack guy, Sean Carey, our producer, and Dave Hess. This is Pat O'Brien saying thanks for joining us for tonight's Seals football on Eagle 107. Up next, scores and highlights from across the region with Sean Carey and the Sunbury Motor Seals game night right here on Eagle 107 and Sunbury Broadcasting Corporation app. <laughs>